Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. This is an X-Squad Affiliate Podcast. X-Squad The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy Conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. My man, Jelly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Radio Podcast.
Yeah, yeah. What's going on? What's going on? This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on BarbershopSportsTalkPodcast.com. I am your host, Maestro Styles with Trey Frazier. Yep. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, real quick information you can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Make sure you like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel as we put out content weekly, um, recording the shows, uh, blog posts, and things of that nature. Uh, we fresh off a week hiatus. Um, I want to spend uh, send a special happy birthday to my Zari, who turned seven last Tuesday, which is why we didn't uh, do the show, which was one of the reasons why we didn't do the show. Um... And uh, what's good, man? Because I know you want to send some shout outs too. Because you know, it's funny, I just realized this week how close our daughter's birthdays are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now that you brought that up, yeah, I'm just now realizing it myself, yeah. Man. But yeah, happy, happy birthday to Zari, man. Happy, happy birthday for certain. How old? Seven, seven, yeah. seven years old, man. That's the getting kids is getting old, man. Yeah, it's just, just, yeah, like that. just like that. I just remember her being. Yeah. It's small and now she's tall and, and yeah. facing the tablet. Man, crazy man. But uh yeah, we've we been gone for a minute, man. Now we back with the jump off, man. Uh, we back, man, and uh man, uh I got I got a few shout outs, man. And let me first say, since you brought up birthdays, I wanna say a special happy birthday, a happy third birthday to my daughter Natalie. Uh we had a great time over the weekend. Yes, sir, yes sir. Um we took her to Sesame Place on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, coming back from New York uh, from, you know, something I'll get into in a second. Um, but, yeah, it, it was fun, man. Um, we, we let the kids partake in a couple of water activities. Mm-hmm. We did the Lazy River, and then we did the little area where the water pops up from the ground mm-hmm. and all the other stuff, man. So that was that was fun. That was real lit. And, um, again, just want to say, you know, special happy birthday to my daughter, Natalie. Mm -hmm. And uh, love you, baby girl. And, you know, hope you continue to grow and and all that good stuff. I want to transition a little bit over to um, some rest in peace shout outs um, real quick here. Um, Marie Carmen, um, who is Debbie's grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, passed away actually on Father's Day morning okay. a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, when you and I, we had talked, uh-huh. you know, that day actually. And, um, you know, 99 years old, um, no, no cancer or anything like that. Relatively healthy for the most part. Lived a full life at ninety nine. Absolutely, yeah, I, I hope certain. to be ninety nine. Yeah, you know <laughs> when yeah. that time comes. I hope to be ninety nine and healthy. And, and healthy, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But Definitely rest in peace. Her, um, yeah, um, she did have asthma and she did have some breathing mm-hmm. issues take place, and so you know she's no longer with us. And we had the funeral and the repast and everything on Saturday in Long Island. And so uh, we, you know, made sure we was able to get that uh, going. And so, again, just want to say rest in peace um, to her and shout out to the family, to my in-laws and everybody else. Um, You know, we'll, we'll, you know, get through it and everything will be all good. Mm -hmm. Um, I do got a couple announcements um, 
I don't know if you you got something mm-hmm. you know before we get into the sports. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just want to mention a couple of things. Um, I was on YouTube the other day, um, just kind of looking through our videos and stuff, and I just want to give a special shout out to all of our subscribers and all the YouTube people that have tuned into our videos on a weekly basis. Um, our video in where we talked about Molly from first take with LeVar Ball in that situation. We had almost 400 views on just that particular video Mm -hmm. alone, and we've had about 12 different comments from people, and I know you've replied to some of the comments and everything like that, but um, I just want to, you know, send love to everybody, and we appreciate the fact that you guys are giving your opinions through our YouTube platform, and, you know, keep them coming. Yeah. Keep them coming for certain, man. I mean, we're definitely trying to grab a hold of this YouTube thing, man, and, you know, we're going to keep it moving as we, you know, do this podcast, so uh, just want to give that a shout-out. Um, also, I want to thank everyone who has supported us with the GoFundMe account for the Dallas trip. Um, you know, my cousin Wallace contributed, my aunt contributed, and I know you had some folks mm-hmm. on your side do the same thing. Um, unfortunately, folks, um, we didn't did work not. Out. That's all. What's up? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it didn't work out. Um, we will not be going to SportsCon in Dallas. So, um, but again, we we, we send love to everybody that supported us throughout the process. Share the status, or status anything. shares, likes, things mm-hmm. like that. And um, again, you know, j- just thank you for you know you know attempting to push the movement for us there. So. You know, but bigger things are on the horizon. Yeah. You know, for certain. I mean, like I said, I mean, we're going to be doing some big things this year. And, I mean, we've certainly done some things thus far um, to get to this point. That would have been a, an additional event to the portfolio. But, yeah. unfortunately, um, we're, we're going to have to pass on. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to have to pass on that. Um, I do. And, and if you don't mind, Maestro, because I was gone all weekend. um you had an event, or mm-hmm. the podcast, I should say, had an event on Saturday, uh, locally. Yeah, and you know, I know uh-huh. you and I talked. Yeah, a little it bit. was it was just a good opportunity to network with a, um, yep. some local businesses. Um, definitely shout out to Deadstock DMV who hosted the event. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat, uh, which is a clothing brand. Uh, shout out to Malik Jarrett. Uh, uh, Jared Malik. If I'm, I'm sorry, I'm messing his name up. I think it's Malik Jared, but he runs one of uh, Acid uh, Clothing Brand, Raw Clothing Brand. Um, just a couple of people I just had short conversations with about right. what right. they're doing. Shout out to uh, uh, your Top Shelf DMV who catered the event, and um, I had I, I had the opportunity to have it to go plate and. Um. Yeah. He. 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 He threw it down. He. Huh? He, he, he tore it down. No he doubt. He tore it down. But definitely shout out to the uh, local. Um, the local people who um, local businesses. I'm sorry. Yep. Who shut came out networked. Um. We do look forward to the next event playing a bigger role in the uh um in the basketball tournament. Yep. Part of it. Um. But every, I mean, you know, it was definitely a great chance, great opportunity to meet some people, network, exposure, show our face, yep. um, and represent for the for the brand. So definitely, shout out to uh, Deadstock DMV for inviting us, um, and yeah. we'll see you on the next one for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. no doubt, man. And um, 
I was kind of bummed I didn't make the event. Obviously, yeah. I had the funeral stuff taking place, but you know, glad we was able to you know get that exposure and you know work with the people mm-hmm. and you know you know get your face out there and you know let everybody know who we are and that you know as this event continues, it's a once in a year event. That's what I. That's how I understand it. It's a once in a year. Once event. in a year event. Yeah, yeah. So you know, next year. You know, we we hope to be back in the door for that. Yeah, one. and we and we and we'll definitely be ready. Uh, we'll definitely be ready, and no doubt to do what we no do. Doubt. I, I I'm gonna yeah. make the promise to try to be there yeah, for certain. Yeah. next year. So let me. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the folks here in the chat room. Uh, of course, we can't forget the chat room. Uh, we got my homie Vince Wright ripping the X Squad. Uh, also, it's got the Sports Done Right show. Usually does it. Tuesday nights, usually, you know, 8.30, 8.30 Central Time, mm-hmm. something like that. So, shout out to the homie Vince Wright. We also got the homie Big Kev 303. What's up, man? What's going on? I also see Miss Mocha Bella, the queen of the X-Squad. What's going on? Uh, got my homie from Brooklyn up in the house. We got the mayor up here in the chat room. What's good, man? Appreciate you joining us here in the chat room. Uh, we got the homie Mo Cheese, a.k.a. Grips, who's also... Uh, X Squad affiliate who's also got his own show, uh, Grits and Fishing Grits, um, is the name of his show. He and uh, Microwave John Fisher, right there. So, y'all make sure y'all check that out. And also, um, I don't want to forget Mo Cheese. We're praying for you, brother. I saw the messages this morning. Just want to send, you know, thoughts and prayers to you and the family I didn't, and all but that. For certain. So, you know, well, hold your head eye, you know, you're going to get through all that. Uh, we got the homie Key C. Up What's here. Adding? What's, What's adding? going on, man? What's going on? Thank you for tuning into the show, man. All right, man. So let, let, let's let's get into this, man. <laughs> Cause hey, man. <laughs> Look, I I, I I got I got to get something off my chest here, man. This this is really like, I mean, from from everybody in sports media, from Stephen A. to being so nauseating on TV mm-hmm. to other personalities just, you know, taking their shots at the Knicks and and dogging the fact that we didn't get Durant and we didn't get Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. I'm on the road, you know, we coming back from Sesame Place Sunday. I'm on the road. I got Sirius XM radio on and I'm trying to listen to all the moves and stuff because at that time that's when things was really starting to you know Mm -hmm. heat up and everything yeah and i'm just hearing all these dudes bashing the knicks like they're killing them on the radio and Mm -hmm. i'm like wait a minute wait a minute they didn't get these guys and and first and i'm I'm gonna be clear about something here and if in case i didn't make myself clear about how i feel about the rent with the knicks i wanted the rent Obviously, healthy 100%. When, you know, the rumors was first starting to go around that KD might be coming to the Knicks. Um, I was going to believe it when I saw it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if he's healthy and it's the off season, yeah, go after KD. No question about it. He ruptured the Achilles. He had a couple injuries. Okay. Uh, Knicks, I think you need to just back off and just, you know... Continue to just draft your guys, just build through the draft, you know, develop your players and just let, you know, because KD's not going to play for a year. And you're going to throw all the money at him and you won 17 games. I mean, the worst record in the league. And I I just don't think it was in a proper position for the Knicks to give him that contract. Mm -hmm. The Knicks, that is. Okay. Um, 
And 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 with all that being said, man, I'm cats, sorry. I, I'm gonna forget if I don't ask. Okay, what's what's good? So you were willing to throw away the best player in the league because he wasn't going to be there for one year. He wasn't going to be there for one year. Plus, he's what is he? Almost seven foot tall. He's coming off an Achilles injury. He's 31 years old, mm. and by the time he really kind of gets back into form, because even that first year when he gets back, he, he might not be. He 100%. might not be 100. Mm. percent So you're possibly looking at him the second year go round. Really, really, like if we were to sign him to the contract, it would really be like the third year of that contract where you would really see him at 100. percent Okay. And at that time, he's going to be 33 years old mm-hmm. at that point. And now you're just kind of like, okay, this is. Historically, for the Knicks, this, these types of moves haven't really worked out in the past. When mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say guys like KD because obviously they they went after mm-hmm. Melo, they went after Marbury, and back in the day they went after a whole bunch of guys, and it just hasn't really worked out the way they thought it would work out. Okay. Um, so the way they're doing it right now, um, by the way, drafting RJ Barrett with the third pick. Definitely, it was a no-brainer. You had to do that. Um, look, man, you got all these picks. You traded Porzingis to the Mavericks, and you got some draft picks back. Um, look, man, just keep building this team and this roster through the draft. And in my eyes, I think the Knicks right now, what they're doing, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. And I don't want to pretend like I'm the biggest Julius Randle fan, per se. Mm-hmm. But three years, $63 million, on an average $21 million per year, two years, the third year, you know, the option. I like that contract for Julius Randle. I mean, the dude is coming off of averaging 22 22 points points, and nine rebounds Mm -hmm. per game with the Pelicans last year. And if you look up this guy's stats every single year. He's a good player. He's a good player, and he has improved, and he's 24 years old. Mm -hmm. So to spend money on a guy who's young and a guy whose stats have improved, I kind of like that. Now, as far as the other guys are concerned, Tosh Gibson, uh, Alfred Payton. Bobby Portis. I didn't know y'all got Alfred Payton, though. Yeah, Alfred Payton, Bobby Portis, uh, Reggie Bullock, and I'm I'm missing a name. Um, it's blanking on me, but all those guys got two-year deals, probably with like an average of eight to ten million dollars mm-hmm. per year. Now, here's the thing about those contracts: if the Knicks want to, they can wait till about February of next year, mm-hmm. when you know maybe the Knicks might be out of a playoff race, yeah. and then they decide, you know what, let's get some more draft picks. We have contracts that are tradable. Mm-hmm. These are tradable contracts that they just that offer they just, these guys. Yeah. These aren't ridiculous, you know, amounts of money that's going to be difficult to swap, you know, for picks. Right. So the Knicks, Scott Perry, got to give him credit, Steve Mills and all that, and Fisdale. Um, I, they were smart putting these guys, getting these guys in a room and putting these contracts together. So I'm at the point to where it's like, Guys, and, and 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 I want to shout out the Knicks fans that I know, you know, on a personal level. I know Chief Rocker, uh, Chips Telford, even you, Jungle Brother. Um, just block the noise. Mm. Just just block the noise. Everybody wants to make the Knicks look bad in a situation, and that whole thing about Dolan coming out and saying, "Well, they never 
offered KD a max contract. Mm-hmm. So what? <laughs> so what if they didn't, even if it's true? <laughs> so what? <laughs> so let me ask you then. Uh-huh. Um, all this hype, you know. Right. All You know, all this hype. What are your expectations at this point then? Because you don't look at, and let's be clear, mm-hmm. this is a nice little roster that they get, you know, on, this is a nice little roster. Right. Um, if, 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 Tis, uh, Fizdale, Tisdale, whatever his name is, puts it together, <laughs> uh, if he puts it together, they might, you know, get an 8 7 seed. Maybe they, they could together. be what the Nets were yeah, this I, past year. May, maybe. Maybe. I, I'm thinking maybe with, I don't know. I, they got a decent roster on paper. That is what I get at. I won't get at speculations yet. Yeah. Um, but this ain't the team that that Knicks fans thought they were going to have. And and to say that this isn't a letdown, mm-hmm. um, this is a letdown. Well, let's be clear why it's a letdown in, in many people's eyes. It's because the guys that they were going to get are playing across the river with the Nets. That's really that's really why. This is what okay. this is what and and I and I reference I, I listen to you. I'll reference what I heard on the radio on the way sure. home is that they were making this more about the Knicks not being able to get those guys versus what the Nets did to pull off getting these two guys. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just give the Nets props? Why why does it have to well, be no, no. well the Knicks no, you know missed out? Why 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 can't we give the Nets their props? I don't I don't hate the Nets. No. <laughs> no, you don't hate the Nets. But, you know what I'm saying? It's but like But it's like it's like if but that's like if the Clippers would have pulled LeBron A D LeBron A D. Lakers fans wouldn't be giving Clippers fans props. Uh, well, Lakers fans would not be giving Clippers fans. I think it's a. Di- I, I hear what I hear you. I I just think it's a different dynamic between the two teams in both cities. I I I just think it's different. Well, they're similar in the sense that Brooklyn, uh, for all the intents and purposes, until maybe now, mm-hmm. uh, the Brooklyn Nets are the little brothers of the New York Knicks. Absolutely, and so, and they, and they will always be. The little brothers you in the sure? town. What makes you so certain now? See, here's the thing, and I and I don't. I'm not a New Yorker. I, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I know the Barclays Center is popping. I know what they've done to the Barclays it Center. Will be, when yes. They, no, 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 no. I'm saying when it was constructed. Uh huh. The the uh, we know with the club in it and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is. This the Barclays represents New New York in the sense of gentrification yep. and all those types of things. Yep. And now they got the top two or one or the top three, um, one of the top two of the top three free, free agents, agents. Yep. coming to their city, yep. coming to their stadium, yep. the gentrified New New York Stadium. Yep. Um, me, wow. The New York Knicks that represents, you know, kind of, for lack of a better term, your New York. Yep. Get gets Julius Randle, who is a good player, right? But is on the third tier of free agents. If of we're course. talking, of, you know, no debate there. So I don't, I don't agree with your take in the sense that um, no Knicks fans should be pissed. Knicks fans should be pissed. They should be upset because. 
now and now see and I don't know, I don't necessarily know who's left on the free agent market. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kimba's gone, Clay resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, D'Angelo Russell is, is gone. Um, who I who I would have liked to have seen them go after. I mean, but he might still be. Um, That's what I hear. Yeah, that yeah, they might be trying to deal. Him. Yeah, I hear that. But um, they got every right to be upset, man. Because this 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 is a this is a James Dolan move. Um, or let me not say move because he didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. He didn't get nothing done. Right. But this is classic James Dolan, where um, you are in prime position to make it happen, mm-hmm. and you gave everybody the gas, mm-hmm. and here you are with nothing. And, and, and let's be clear, they are here with nothing. And with with respect to R.J. Barrett, and with respect to um, uh, Julius Randle, mm-hmm. they got nothing. Well, you're right. Fans who had expectations of getting Durant and Kyrie should be upset. They should be pissed off. I, I, I have no argument there. My argument is is that the narrative is that the Knicks blew this more than the Nets won this. And I'm on the side of, and and I'm not just you know the only Knicks fan that's you know positive about this. There's there's other positive Knicks fans that I've talked about that I that I've you know talked with on social media, and you know even Chief Rocker called me like on a personal tip yesterday, yeah. and you know wanted to talk about you know yeah. what I thought and everything. Um, look, I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm good. The the Knicks didn't to me the the Knicks. They didn't sign they a, didn't, a they didn't, player to a they, big contract, they, right? They yeah. they didn't overpay for a guy who's going to hurt them down the road. Mm-hmm. They 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 didn't screw it up. But do now, you understand? And I, and I hate to cut you off. I don't hate to cut you off. Do you understand how crazy that is? That we are praising the Knicks for not making a mistake. It is. It's crazy, but this is what they need to do. Yeah. This is the way that they need to go about building their team. I mean, come on. I mean, when was the when was the last time the Knicks really developed guys that they drafted? When, when was the last time? I, I, I'm, it's been a while, right? I can't speak on it. I mean, you you would be better at it than I would. I mean, I know. That, I mean, I think Tim Hardaway, but they got rid of him. They got know, rid of him at one years, point like and then bought years, him back years, or whatever, and then they, they shipped got, him off again. Yeah. Um, Porzingis came in, and yeah. I mean, he got hurt a, a bunch of times, but had potential. But then they shipped yeah. him off. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, oh, do I have to go back to Patrick but, Ewing? But as the last guy that they've drafted and you know developed into what he became, um, yeah, I guess. So I, I guess where I'm at now then mm-hmm. is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh. When do y'all plan on winning? Because <laughs> because it looks like, mm-hmm. and, and and obviously, um, Kyrie will be there in in Brooklyn, right? And, for for one year, and it's just going to be Kyrie kind of leading the show. Whoever and whoever, um, then Witty and Laverta are going to be there. They didn't lose nobody, really, except for D'Angelo Russell, right, which but, is a loss. But we kind of knew we was going to lose. Him sure, and, sure, that was um, the replacement. Yeah, really. so there'll be a kind of. In the same ilk they were this year, probably like a six seed, you know, somewhere in that, 
you know the Nets. The Nets, yeah, they'll probably be around the same team. Might have more wins, but maybe still stuck in that. that, They'll be in that area. They won't be a top four team, but they'll be in the playoffs. They'll probably be in the same situation they just had last year, where they'll see a first round exit. Yep. But knowing next year that with a and let's be clear, Mm -hmm. if Kevin Durant with Kyrie Irving, yep. Um, and if they pulled DeAndre Jordan like they're trying to pull, I, I thought they did that already. They did. I thought okay. they made that happen. Well, if they yeah. did, then that kind of was part of the whole yeah, thing for right. them coming together because I think somebody had to take less money for yeah. DeAndre to kind of slide and, in there. And, so you talking about one of the better big men in the league in DeAndre Jordan? Yep. The best player in the league, which that'll probably change, you know, by the Next time he year. comes back. But yep. But. It, and, and a guy who's got the best handles in the league. I'm confident he'll, but I'm confident that Kyrie, um, I'm sorry, KD will be as well. He'll come back when he's healthy and be a top ten player. Still, I'm confident certainly. in that. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, I think I think his skill set. I think still, that team, his skill set will still be because he could shoot. Yeah, he'll still be able to score. He could shoot. He, he might not move around yeah. as well, but he, he might not have to move around. He'll still be able to well. score. Yeah. And you got some. And you got young boys that don't necessarily need to be paid right away. They, they and, don't and Levert and um, and Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie and both those guys can slash to the basket really well. They got a they got a squad. Yep. In the East, um, yep. Particularly if if uh, Kawhi is gone. Yep. Um, they got a squad in the East that could go to the, go to the finals. They could between in, them in, and in the Sixers in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between them and if the Sixers keep it together. Yeah. Um, they got a squad that could possibly go to the finals. Um. That don't bother you a little bit, because no. because because no, no. because it, do, it doesn't bother me. Because here's the thing, mm-hmm. um, DeAndre Jordan was with the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, um, you're talking about those same guys with a RJ Barrett, mm-hmm. um, who we don't know who is going to be in the NBA yet, but we we see we see what it look like. We we, we think he's going to be good. Yeah, um, y'all got young talent. Mitchell Robinson yeah, looked y'all good. Got young talent. Alonzo Trier looked good. And y'all got good front court talent yeah. that's coming up. Right. Like, and Dennis Smith Jr. is on the squad too. He's got some upside. So it's like y'all got y'all have essentially the same they similar pieces. I don't want to say the same. Similar pieces mm-hmm. on your team that the Nets have on their team minus the stars. Right. You're looking with those guys, even with um even with uh, KD being out for a year, yep. when he comes in, you're looking at a team that could possibly go to the finals in two years. Yep. Um, depending on the the, the state of the East, I mean, right. the only team that looks on paper that I can think of on top of my head, you know, trying to process all in these the movements, yep. the only team that looked like something, it, I mean, that looks finals ready, mm-hmm. is the Sixers. Sixers, yeah. That's yeah. the only team. I mean, I know uh, Miami got Jimmy Butler, but who else? Finals, no. Because Dragic is gone. Yeah. Whiteside is gone. Now, if they get Beal, then I, it makes them better if they get Beal. But I don't yeah. know if it still gets them, you know, like finals ready. Yeah. But I hear, but I hear what you're saying. You're and talking it, about the. I mean, you and I don't want to sleep on the Bucks either. You add, yeah, and the Bucks. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, and we should we should respect the Bucks. Um, but. You're looking at <laughs> you're looking at a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, two of the top three free agents on your team is a significant change 
to your team. No question. You they you have to look at uh, the opportunity of going to the finals if you add Kyrie and KD to any team, even if KD's out that first year. Yeah. Um, no, no question. I I understand, and it makes. And let me say this: it makes perfect sense for the Nets to make the moves they made. It makes perfect sense. They won 41, 42 games last year. They were in the playoffs, and they have young pieces. Like that team is more ready to win than the Knicks are. And I, and I and I hate to say that as a Knicks fan, but it's the truth. They're they're ready to win. And winning forty two games, let's be honest. If if it's the off season, and I'm looking to attract somebody, coming off a forty win season is more attractive than coming off of a seventeen win season. Unless you know Katie and, and Kyrie coming. Well, I mean, there's so many stories out there. I mean, were they really coming? Were there? I mean, did Dolan offer the contract, or was he just saying that to save face because he knows the rival across the river got the guys that that he wanted, the fans that the fans wanted. Uh-huh. You know, more importantly, right. that the fans wanted. Is he trying to show face? I I don't know. It's a possibility, but look. I'm I'm not about to sit up here and tell you that I'm about to go cop Brooklyn Nets paraphernalia. Listen, that's that's my borough. Brooklyn's my borough, but it's always good. And I and I, and, I, and I say this about the teams in New York that I don't you know root for as hard as I root for the Knicks and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But anytime those other teams are in the championship, that means my city get, is getting put on. That means my city's getting exposure. That you know, them winning a the title is good for the city. You mean Brooklyn? No, I'm, I'm just talking about New York as as, yeah, as, a, as a whole. Yeah, but come on, I'm talking man. about New York as a whole. But you, so so then, let me ask you this. Then. Yep. Are you saying that you're okay with the Knicks? I mean, with the Nets winning a title before the Knicks? I'm fine with it, man. Yeah. I'm 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 fine with it. Listen, let's let's be honest about something here. This isn't this isn't Raven Steelers like th- I mean this is uncomparable yeah, to it. that. I, yeah, I yeah, get this, it. Cuz when cuz when growing <coughs> up, right? Growing up when the Knicks were good in the 90s, the Nets weren't, you know, challenging the Knicks, you know, for supremacy in back in the 90s. And they weren't and, 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 and when the Nets and when the Nets got good when they went to them finals in the early 2000s, the Knicks wasn't you know, irrelevant. But so they it's was not the New like New Jersey Nets, though. Huh? They was the New Jersey Nets, but though. but they were still the metropolitan area rival. Yeah, but still. you you gotta admit that it's different. Like, and I, and again, I, I'm not a New Yorker, and I don't know New York geography like that. Mm. Well, I, I'm I'm telling you that it yes, it, New Jersey and Brooklyn they're two different places. No question about it. They're, they were still considered to be the metropolitan area rival to the Knicks, even though I didn't really feel like they were a rival to us back then. Because they, I mean, they yeah, those, those teams did. weren't good at the same time. You know, you know what I'm saying. So it's not like one was, you know, both teams were good and one was trying to knock the so other I, out. So in turn, are you saying? And, and, and again. The the idea of the Knicks and the Nets mm-hmm. it being a rivalry that's not true. We we understand that. I, I I'm with you there. Yeah. As a Knicks fan, and I can only 
speculate because I'm I'm not a New Yorker. Right. As a Knicks fan, who's the Knicks have been terrible for almost twenty years, man. For the Nets to come in in ten. Has it even been 10 years? It's been about 10 years. Almost since, since what? Since, since the, the, Nets, the Brooklyn? Brooklyn? About almost 10 almost years. Almost 10. About okay. Eight, might, maybe 8 years. Almost 10. Almost 10. Yep. For the Brooklyn Nets to come in in 8 years, per, you know, here, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. Okay. And have and possibly have a championship caliber team while y'all signing Julius Randle and Alfred Payton. I can't imagine me. I can't imagine, and, and that's fair. That's like that's like the Washington Wizards, and and the Washington Wizards are clearly going into tank mode right now. That, yep. Like that's what they're doing. Yep. That's like the Washington Wizards been bad for fifteen years, mm-hmm. and then they develop a Merlin team, and they become good in five years and win a chip. It's not that we got beef with Merlin, right? But I'm gonna feel some kind of way. About Merlin, I, I hear you. I'm gonna feel some kind of way about ba- a Baltimore basketball team, right? I hear you winning the chip when the Wizards been garbage, and 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 mm-hmm. I'm gonna certainly feel gar- feel bad if Kawhi Leonard be like, yeah, I want to play for the Baltimore whoever, Whatever. yeah, and I don't, but I shit, I ain't going to play for no Washington Wizards, yeah, and I, then he go to the Baltimore team, right. and win a chip, and win a chip, yeah, I, I'm gonna feel some kind of way, Trey. I, that's no, I, no, that, I mean that's not crazy, and I don't care, and I don't care how many third level talent player, third tier talent we pick up on cheap contract, cheap and expiring contracts, right. to make us look like ooh, like. Look, that that's not crazy. No, no, no. That's not a crazy thought. And again, trust me, there are Nick fans that are pissed off about this. There's Nick fans that actually feel this way. But I'm just of the notion that this team doesn't need to make any more mistakes. The Knicks, that is. They need to draft these players, do it the right way, develop these guys so that some of these guys, if they, and they got to make the right picks, obviously. You make the right picks. Hopefully, these guys turn into top ten talent. That's what, as a as a Nick fan, that's what that's what I'm looking for at, at at this point. Again, for me, once the injury happened to KD, to me that was no longer. I mean, I didn't even think it was a reality to begin with. But after the injury, for me, for certain, that wasn't a reality anymore. Mm. I mean, Dolan could say whatever he wants. I, I mean, if that's true, but. Trust me, you know, there were Nick fans that was like, yo, don't give KD the max. Just, you know, let's keep our picks. RJ Barrett, that's our guy. Let's keep moving forward. Let's sign, you know, good young players to smart contracts. And and even if, like we're predicted to be, like I said, I'll say it again. If we're, you know, if we're out of a playoff race come February, mm-hmm. Those are guys that are easily tra- easily tradable. There's going to be teams that are in playoff positions that's going to want maybe a Taj Gibson, maybe need some toughness I in a Taj Gibson. Nobody picking up Bruh, Taj Gibson. Come on, come on. They do this every uh, year. I, I get what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying Taj Gibson at They're, this stage of his career, I can't see it, bro. Don't, don't be surprised. I, I will that's, be surprised that, if somebody in February says, 
We need a we need toughness on that squad right now be, for the playoff run. Don't be surprised. And let's get Taj Gibson. Don't be surprised. No, I will be. I, no, <laughs> quote me. Stamp this. I will be surprised in February if a team says we need toughness on our squad. Let's go get Taj Gibson from the Knicks and give them some dra- give him a draft right, pick. Right. I'd be surprised. All right, well, and and I'd be disgusted. Why? Taj Gibson is Taj Gibson is not that dude no more. He just ain't. No, nah, I agree with you there, but I mean it's not. I just, know who he was when he was that, right? But I he mean, ain't that. But it's not just Taj Gibson per se. It's the fact that the guy is easily tradable in the minds of the Knicks and whoever wants to trade. Yeah, but who? It's again, part. Of, it's part of that too. But again, for me, is who would want to, who? Like who's giving up a draft pick for Taj Gibson in February? That's what I'm getting at. So, somebody will. <laughs> Somebody will, and and again, I hope I'm, for your sake. And, and again, right. I'm just using Taj Gibson as an example. I mean, but, but we're talking the, about, but we're talking about the Knicks and people on that right. roster. But but Alfred Payton, you don't think if there's somebody, let's say an injury happens or something, you don't think a playoff team in position trying to? And I'm not just talking about like top four teams. I'm talking about teams yeah. that's trying to get in. You don't get. think. Somebody's gonna give up a draft pick to get Alfred Payton. I, 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 I let me say this. I get where you're coming from. And, Alfred and, Payton is young, and it's happened. That's the thing. These I, types I of just, things happen. I don't. Yeah, I get that. It ha- <laughs> these players on this roster that you're referring to mm-hmm. are not the people that I would think that would get that the Knicks would get off of draft picks in a playoff. For a team trying to have a playoff push, why not? They're young. They're young players. Taj Gibson's not young. Well, okay. I'm just uh, saying in, in general with the with the six guys that they got. Don't tell me that three of those guys. Okay, remind me of the guys I get. Julius Randle is obviously Julius Randle, and, and and let's be honest. Julius Randle is probably one of the guys that they're gonna keep keep for you know the full two years mm-hmm. plus the third option. Okay, so you're really talking about Bobby Alfred, Portis, Bobby Portis, who's young. I don't know how I feel uh, about Bob. I, I mean, he's had some good games with Washington last he, year. So uh, I, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he did, he's, he did he's get had traded. good games, so I won't pretend like... That's right. Bobby Portis, um, Taj Gibson, who we just talked about, Alfred Payton. Wayne um, Ellington. Wayne, that's right. That was the other guy. Yeah. Wayne Ellington. Reggie Bullock. And, and, and Reggie Bullock. Uh, who was Reggie Bullock? Um, was he with Detroit at one point? I don't. I'm, I don't remember. But the name sounded familiar when they made the announcement. I was like, "Yo, that sounded like the old Pistons yeah, guy that I, was on there." I don't know. I don't know. But again, we're just talking about. I mean, again, you're not going to trade for you know like top ten talent yeah. in the middle of the season. I mean, yeah, this this types these you're types of things get, happen. You're hoping that if the Knicks doesn't if it doesn't work out for the Knicks this year, like they they don't have a playoff push, right? They could trade some of these contracts away for supporting role players in the draft. For draft picks, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you're not getting top. It's not like you're getting a first round pick for anybody on this team. Probably, you're talking pro- about probably, probably supplement not. draft. You're talking about probably second round yeah. pick, maybe, maybe, maybe a late round pick. Yeah. Or, I mean, or a protected pick or something like that. Yeah, what, like one of those situations, like if the team finishes a certain way, then that pick is yours, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, that that's uh, prob- mean, that's probably I, what's going to. I'm I'm ninety percent confident that if the Knicks are out of it come February, they're gonna put that, them on a trading that, block. That that's what's that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna put them on a trading block. That's they're gonna put some of those half of those guys on a trading block. <laughs> okay, you know. All right. And again, and that's if they fall out of it. Yeah, 
if they're in it, then they they'll probably they'll go push. for the push. Sure. So uh, Mochi says the hunt for Giannis twenty twenty one has begun. Knicks fans, what up? Yeah, um, but they they're not gonna come on. They're not gonna. Win. We we do we doing that already. I, I thought he meant like finding a Giannis and that. No, he's saying he's like that's what the Knicks are like yeah, aiming looking to get forward Giannis to now. To come to the team. No, um, come I on, hope not. no, I hope no, not. stop, um, man. I don't know that's... if we said what's up to H Rap B, but yeah, what up, up, man? Um, what's Vince, good, man? That's right, Knicks fans. Nobody wants or needs to be in New York anymore for marketing purposes. Dolan needs to sell, get a new vibe going that's for the Knicks. That's man. a fact. Yeah, Dolan got to do something, man. Uh, I see RJ up here in the chat room. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's up, um, man? HRAP B says the Nets will be all HMO. Katie and Kyrie are always hurt. Uh, we'll see how that pans out, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. KD you can't argue always, the injury history. I'm sure, he's had injuries. I don't know that Katie is always hurt. I don't even know that Kyrie is always hurt. He's had injuries for certain. Yeah, yeah. Well, I Kyrie's think had more injuries for certain. But I think he's just referring to the fact that these guys have had yeah. injuries and maybe have missed games in between. Sure, Not so much sure. that these guys are going to be gone for the season or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think they'll be fine if they. So. I think they'll be fine when everybody comes back. And over. and I'll say it again. This makes sense for the Brooklyn Nets to go get these guys. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes perfect sense for them to go get them. And look, more props to them for doing it. I mean, think about this. When's the last time the Nets as a franchise, not even Brooklyn, New Jersey, when's the last time that the Nets have had a top five player on their roster? I can't say that. I mean, if you consider Jason Kidd to be a top five guy back then... <sighs> I can't. I, say, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know if I consider him to be top five back yeah, then. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you, I mean, I'll, I'll just ring off some names back then. You're talking early 2000s. Kenyon Martin, Curry, Kittles. No. Yeah, like, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Not Richard Jefferson. No. No. AI, Shaq, Kobe, Duncan, mm. McGrady. I mean, that's yeah. that's five yeah, that no, I could I'm, just take think off the top of my head from back in no, the day. No, I mean the, the, the answer is no. They didn't. They don't. They've never. It's had been it. a while. I uh, what the. Dr. J. <laughs> and, and that's and that's exactly where I was yeah, going with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I was yeah, going with it. I, I mean, that's a I'll say this straight. That's a very responsible um I mean, it's not responsible, a very mature way to look at it. Um but fuck all that. Man, no, it's but fuck but again, that. I'm not I'm not upset at the fans for feeling the way they feel. I'm I'm, I'm not upset at that part. I'm upset at the people in the media that are just, you know, bussing down this door that, you know, this, like like Stephen A, this is the worst day in Nick's history. Is it really? It's the worst day in Nick's history? I mean, like, I, like, come on, man. man. But, but Come on. In Stephen A's defense, um, one, obviously he... It, He's he, a fan. He's a Knicks well, fan. No, he got to sell... He got to... He got to that's his job. He got to over-exaggerate. Like, so... Obviously, if you and, ask and people it, bite into that, man, well, people buy into man. that. That's the crazy thing about it. Well, and it's yeah. like y'all don't don't buy any of that, y'all. This is not the worst. Promise, I promise you, the, the Knicks have had some worse days than this. This is I mean, not if you're a Knicks one of fan, them. You know that, so right. I mean, this, this so, is not one of them. <laughs> this is not. But one this of them. is. But this ranks, though. I'm sorry, this ranks. 
Um, this ranks. It, it does it rank? Sure, this ranks and sure. His, if you want to put together a top five list of Miss, Nick's worst and, days, and this ranks. Sure, I, sure. Without the without free agency, with free agency nowhere near being over, this ranks. Sure, I mean if you want to do that, I have no argument against that. But to say that it's the worst day, uh, your media guys are reaching y'all. Um, but. To and I guess to put a button on the conversation. Yep, I do agree that um, the Knicks made decent moves. Mm-hmm. I'll say that to not strangle themselves. Yeah, from well, a not even that. Not even that. Yeah, I didn't know they had. I didn't know they picked up Alfred Payton. Yep. Um, Wayne. They they got solid basketball players. Yep. Um, if anybody understands how to just coach guys who just want to play basketball, it's Tisdale. Um, yeah. Being yeah, is, Fizdale. Is it Tisdale or Fizdale? I keep saying Tisdale. Fizdale. Yeah, not not Wayman Tisdale. Yeah, man. it's Fizdale. David Fizdale. <laughs> it's Fizdale who. Um, has had experience in coaching a team yep. who doesn't have a whole bunch of flashy stars or any of that nature. Just guys who want to play basketball. Yep. Who who can be coached? He'll 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 be fine. They'll be fine if yep. if they do what they're supposed to do under his um, tutelage. Yeah, and 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 it's got and now it it all comes down to what Fizdale can do now because people have argued that the Knicks tanked on purpose to get to this point. Okay, now we're at this point now where it's okay. Now you you got to coach these guys up now. Now yeah. this is this is getting serious now. We so you got to you got to win more than 17 games. Do you expect what are your expectations of the Knicks this year? Um my expectation for the Knicks is they to me they got to win 32 games. Thirty-two games. They got to. They got to win thirty. That, that's it. They they got to win thirty-two games. Why thirty-two? Um, Why not thirty-four? Uh, well, okay. So thirty-four is about double yeah. the seventeen. But I, I didn't want to really push it, so I thought okay, thirty-two. I thought was a really respectable I'm gonna number. Tell you, man, if y'all say Fizdale is who Fizdale is as a coach, mm-hmm. I don't see why y'all can't get an eight seed. And remember, it's the East. Yeah, I, I, so I don't, thirty-eight. I don't see, so thirty-eight wins could clinch the number eight. I don't seat. see why. I don't see why if the Knicks are who they say they are, coaching wise, mm-hmm. you make these moves. You got a guy who can get you who can get you twenty and ten. Yep. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. Again, Dennis Smith Jr. Developing, Mitchell Robinson developing, Alonzo Trier. Um, R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox. We didn't what even a, mention what Kevin a, Knox. What a what a what a a a how I told you I knew what I was doing moment. It certainly would be for certainly. The if this turns out to be what the Nets did this past season, where they I don't just see, came out of nowhere. If I'm the, then I'm happy. If I'm if I'm you, uh huh. And, and if I'm you, and if I have your stance, right. I expect the AC. That's what I expect. Well, again, I'm not expecting you to be sure. That. And and again, if they win 37, 38 games, that just might be enough in the yeah. Eastern Conference to get an AC. Yeah. That's but it, yeah, but that's my yeah for certain. So my but again, I'm just throwing a number out there because I know what happened last year. Seventeen wins, you know. Take it from 17 to 32, I think is a big, I mean, it's a big jump. But considering the pieces that we just talked about, 
you know, you're putting expectations a little higher than that. So I'll, I'll, I'll grant well, that. Well, no, I'm just, that's not my expectations. I'm saying if I were in your situation, mm-hmm. if, I were, if I were taking the stance that you were taking. Right. You know, look, we didn't get who we thought we were going to get. Yep. Or who, who, you know, but look, we did this. We got a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a good draft pick. Yep. Um, we made moves. Some smart moves, yeah. Real smart moves. In the Eastern Conference, and with this guy, this in Fisdale that you believe is a quality coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying 17-32 isn't an improvement. Right. I'm more so making it because the Eastern, like you said, the Eastern Conference is the Eastern Conference. Right. Because we don't know you if Orlando's going to gonna be what they're going to be. We don't know if the Pistons are going to be. The Pistons in particular. What they're going to be. Yeah. We, we don't know if yeah. the teams that made it. Five yeah. through eight are going to be there Who next year. Who are the Celtics going to be this year? That that's a good point, and I and, I, and I've heard people saying, "Oh, the Celtics are fine." I mean, I'm not so sure Who, that like, they're fine. Yeah, I'm like, Rozier is gone, Kyrie is gone, Horford is Horford's gone. gone. Yeah, who and Morris might be gone too. So I'm not so sure about yeah. Boston. So yeah, I mean, look, no, it's a positive outlook if you're looking at it from my perspective. I mean, I mean. Look, it's, it's possible, the, and I get it. The Pacers play good defense and mm-hmm. all that. Pacers will be there. They'll, they'll, they'll be. They'll be in the playoffs. They'll be in. A, I agree yes. with you there. Yeah, Pacers will be there. Are they a lower seed this year? I don't know. I'm just saying I don't know. Right. Um. I look. Nets will be there for certain. Um. I think the Nets will be there. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the Nets will be there. So, uh, a Kawhi-less Toronto. Where, where, where do they fall in your eyes? Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, for the record, I still think they're a playoff team without Kawhi. They're probably six or seven. If you if you ask me, they're probably that. I don't know, bro. Or they could be out. They could be. But I but I hear what you're saying. The I Knicks know, the Knicks have an opportunity to make themselves relevant. In a playoff chase, those, those would be my expectations. If I like, if if we were talking about the Wizards right now, mm-hmm. um, and those those types are, of moves were made, I was yeah, I gotta give me an AC. I, I'm I'm gonna temper them, and I and I hear you. I'm just gonna temper them. I think 32, 33 wins. I think for me would be you know it, it, it'll it'll be fine. Whether that turns into a playoff berth, if they win more than that, if they win maybe five more games than that or get to 40, then I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm just, for me, I'm just tempering the expectations, but I do expect them to win more than 17 damn games yeah, for certain. Yeah. So so you so 32 for you. For, for me, 32. Okay. And we'll see what happens. So um, I, I guess I got to talk about the shit show that is the uh, Washington Wizards for a second. Um, there isn't a whole bunch to say. I mean, we we picked up a whole bunch of <laughs> a whole bunch of <laughs> some scraps, man. Yeah. Um, and it really, like I said, it really seems like we are tanking, and we're trying to find a way to get rid of mm-hmm. um, cap space. Yep. We did resign Thomas Bryant, who I like, mm-hmm. but um, if they're not going to be able to put a team together in two years, right? Then you signed him for nothing, and and not to cut you off, but to cut you off. How do you feel about the draft pick? Didn't like it. 
I, I, I wanted, figured. but I, but I told you who I wanted. And, yeah, and he was, you wanted Bobo, and he was there. He dropped. Yeah, he like, was there to get. Yeah, and yeah. we and we didn't get him, and he ended up going to the Nuggets. Who now he gonna be under Jokic? Yep. Who? Yeah, the Nuggets. That gonna, team gonna be a problem. The Nuggets gonna be scary. Everybody talking about the Lakers and all this stuff. And the Nuggets says, gonna be a and, problem. And, 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 I don't, and, and with respect to who we drafted, and I don't even remember his name. And I just know he's Japanese. Yeah, or Blackanese. Yeah, one I, of the you, two. You telling me something? I, I just I when I didn't see Bobo, <laughs> I just said whatever. You just, you just I, you, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I, I said whatever. You just, <laughs> I, and, well, and what was the reaction? It was, it was just, just like. Cause right. I, I, if I'm not, that was a Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. I was recording, yep. so I had my phone here. You know, I, I normally what I do because I had my sessions up on my screen, yep. on my TV screen. I had my phone on, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, you know, the Wizards select not bold bowl and. I, you and that know, was it for you. And I was like, nah. And I, and I, I literally cut it off. That was it. For I you. literally cut it off. Like I, I cut it off and let you know my phone just let me know who was getting drafted as it happened. Yeah. Um. I, <laughs> I, I, I was upset, man. I, I'm. But it let me know. Mm-hmm. Um. But it let me know mm-hmm. that the Wizards don't have no expectation. Like there is no plan. They have. Well, I won't say they don't have a plan. I'll say that they're trying to make sure they have space for when some when an opportunity presents itself. Yep. Because it seems like they're trying to get rid of Bradley Bill. Yep. That seems evident. Mm-hmm. John Wall is still on contract. But he ain't gonna play. But this he ain't season. right. Yep. So what do they don't feel like they got a shot. Yep. And John Wall is a is a big maybe thirty percent of their books. Talking forty, what, forty three million dollars? Yeah, something, this something, year? something crazy. So yeah. Yeah. so it's like <laughs> How you gonna get out? Of, and, and and for real, for real, mm-hmm. this is Bill's second year in second, that contract. Uh, in that extension, second year, I believe. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's like, yep. How are we really getting out of that? Yeah, well, I know people want him. I get that. Pat Riley want him. Yeah, I know people want him. <laughs> yeah, but how he, how how we even getting out of that? And by the way, that would be crazy if they pulled off Bill and Jimmy Butler. Pat Riley. That that if anybody that, could that do would it. be interesting. Yeah. Um, if anybody could do it, that would that be man. interesting. But um, <laughs> I look. I say this, and and, and I and I and I leave it. Um, they need to be able whatever they're doing. You jury didn't want to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said I'm gonna keep my ass in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do. And they, they don't have a GM yet, right? No. Uh whatever they do. <laughs> Who's running the <laughs> Just just can I can I please have a playoff I need a playoff team in two years. That's what I need. I need a playoff team in two years. Alright. Because well. clearly because I can respect it. Look, I can respect this. Mm-hmm. Um and it's funny because I went looking this up. Um, you know, after the arenas you know all that. You know we. Yep. You know we were missing playoffs. Then we draft um, John, Wall. John Wall. First yep. two years we missed the playoffs. Get Bradley Bill, and now we got. And now y'all we got a little a, run together, and we got yep. we we got a team. We got a yep. unit. Yep. Obviously, this is the end of that Bill John Wall yes. run. Yes. Obviously. Yep. So I right, cool. Cut it off. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing. They're trying to get get this done so they can get to the next. The next thing. Yep. So, 
my from my perspective, and we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll put a bow on it. My my thoughts on the wizard situation right now is that you have to trade Bradley Beal. You you have to trade Bradley Beal at this point because your best player. He's injured. He's on the sideline. He's he not coming not back best, next he, year. He ain't our best player no more. Bradley Beal is. He he's not coming back next year. You got forty million dollars on the books for him, and then I think you got another forty-seven after, after that. that. I think so too. I you think know, that's the case too. So that's going to be a hard contract to get out of, whether it's trade or and even if you cut him. You're still going to eat that money anyway. Mm-hmm. So, for the Wizards' sake, you trade Bradley Beal. And just another note, they let Sanaransky go. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like him. I did like him. But right, right. Meh. They, they they let him go. But I, I don't think that was a big, you know, loss of any, you know, sense. I like him, but, yeah. Was, yeah um, at, at this point for the Wizards, for me, it's now just about... Trying to find a way to accumulate some draft picks at this point, man. Um, because at, at, to me, y'all at the point where it's like y'all stuck, but it's just a temporary. Not, it's, it's a temporary stuck. Yeah, but I was saying I don't know if we necessarily stuck because yeah, it's, a, it's we're going to be bad next year, right? But it's a temporary stuck in a sense that um, financially you're not going to be able to get out of John Wall's contract. Now, if you trade Beal and you get some assets back. Maybe a couple players that maybe you could write off the books the following offseason and get some draft picks after that, then cool. But the Wizards at this point, they they just got to accumulate assets where they can. And if that means you trade Brad Beal and maybe you get rid of anybody else that is expendable. And, and quite frankly, that Everybody's whole roster is expendable. The only person, I'm cons- only person on that team mm-hmm. that I'm like, all right, maybe we should keep him is Thomas Bryant because we just gave him an But extension. you just gave him some money. Yeah. But other than that, the majority of that roster is expendable. Yeah. So that, all of that, that that's where is I'm expendable. at. I, I mean, I, and honestly, if there was a way we could get rid of John Wall, love, love what he's done for the team when he was healthy. <laughs> that's the luck, man. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Yeah, obviously, but yeah. Um, yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Time. Yeah, like, we ain't, we ain't even mentioned the Isaiah Thomas because there's nothing deal. to mention. He was he's a part of all the <laughs> other guys they picked up. It's like expiring contracts, cheap contracts. Yep, that you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, guys that maybe you know <laughs> we we just clearing we're clearing books right now. It's right, really, yeah. So it's like cool, cool. You got to put somebody on the court. Yeah, fine. So. Let's let's stay in the east. Let's stay in the east. I want to stay in the east yeah. too, and and particularly the I was trying to go division by division, but it's cool. Oh, um, well, because you brought the Wizards in, and I thought that was a good segue. Oh, um, I didn't do that because of divisions. I just you said Knicks, I say Wizards. No, that's cool. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. a, that's a cool segue. I'm, I'm not debating that. Um, so the Sixers. Let, let's talk about the moves they made. So Al Horford, he opts out to deal with Boston. He goes to the Sixers. Hundred and nine million dollars for four years. Is that too much money? Is it too much money? Uh, no. For Al Horford, no. Al Horford is thirty three. Thirty three years old, but I think I think what Elton Brand sees here is that he sees there's an opportunity to go to the finals now for finals now. Now, so yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So you you go and get that guy, and and even if the thinking is. We just don't want him with the Celtics because that's the rival. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that, fine too. With that. Okay. So, you make that deal. 
You keep Tobias Harris. Now, maybe that's a lot for him, given that offensively, I think he's he's good. Defensively, he's questionable. Tobias Harris, you say? Tobias Harris. Um, you think he's good? Defensively, he's I, I, I don't know about him. Defensively, I, mean, I wouldn't put him on your on your number one guy, but I, I mean, for certain, yeah, but I, for yeah, certain, okay, I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't. I mean, he's solid. Mm-hmm. I, I would think. I think right, um, but I don't knock the Sixers for bringing him back. Yeah, 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 one hundred. No, no, yeah, I, I I don't knock them for doing that. Um, I saw this on Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. The uh, the roster top five projected top five roster mm-hmm. is um, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Al Horford, yep. Uh, Tobias. Tobias Harris, yep. Josh ben Richardson Simmons and Josh Richardson, yep. That's a good shot. That's a good front. That's a good starting five. That that is a actually that is a great front court right there. Yeah, that's a yeah with with uh, Horford at the four. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great that's, front court. Because uh, Al Horford, I feel like I, I, he's played center all his career, but yep. Um, you feel like he's more effective at the four. I've always felt at like times, he, I've yeah. always felt like he's a four. Mm-hmm. Um, he's six ten. That's one. Yep. Um, but I've always felt like he's a four. I think this is going to be good for Al Horford. Um, they got the pieces. Um, shooting. Um, that's questionable. Yeah, shooting's. Questionable. They're gonna have to maybe you don't give your some one year deals to some guys. And you got and then you got rid of your best shooter. Right. Um, right. Which, by the way. Um, I think it was about his. I time. think that had to happen. Yeah, it was about his time. Just from the Sixers' perspective, yeah, that had to happen. Yeah, yeah it was. It was about that time. Yeah. So I ain't mad at that, but you did still get rid of your best shooter. Um, and yep. I don't know who's coming off the bench shooting. Um, yeah, that bench is still a little suspect. For yeah, me, I don't know so. who's coming off that bench. They're, shooting, they're gonna so. have to. Those guys are gonna have to, you know, step it up a little bit if they're not gonna get anybody that's proven out there. Yeah, you know? um, and, and there's still and there's deals. And, still and that's a, and and that's that's but that's a problem. If they don't, they need to address shooting. They that needs to be addressed. Now, yeah. I don't know who's left and who's mm-hmm. out there. But. The biggest component of their success in these two years has really been their shooting. Mm-hmm. So, you, you got to find it if you're Philly. Yeah, 100%. and they, they and they in prime position to make but, a run. But they need, yeah, and that's why they need to make it happen this summer because, yeah. Um, look, you gave him all that money, Horford. Yep. He he ain't no spring chicken. Y'all, whatever sure. you're going to get out of him, sure. whatever you feel like that 109 million dollars worth, sure. You need to get out of him in his next two years. Right. You need to get out of him now. Hypothetically. What if Ben Simmons all of a sudden starts shooting a little better than than he's been? Then, but but they could be they could be dangerous. But that's why if he starts to do that, and that's still more reason why you need to get what you're going to get out of Al Horford now. Certainly, yeah, yeah, for certain, it needs to happen in these next two years. For certain, Um, I feel like if that third year that window is going to start to close on Al Horford's skill, Mm -hmm. Um, so. You know, make it happen. Yeah, you definitely got to make it happen. I um, hear you. Kemba goes to the Celtics, and and really, it's kind of a swap. Yeah, Rozier goes to Charlotte, Charlotte and Kemba yeah. goes to Boston. Yeah. Um, and we we talked about it earlier. I'm not sure where to put the Celtics right now. Yeah, there's no Al Horford. There's no Kyrie. I did forget to mention Kemba though when we were talking about. Uh, the like, state of the Celtics. Oh yes, I did forget to mention him though. Yeah, because because so, that does that does change the dynamic 
if Kimba is who he was in Charlotte mm-hmm. with with like a Gordon Hayward, yep, with a Jason Tatum, yep, and a Jalen um, Brown, yeah, like if he's that guy, better players than what he had, he had in Charlotte, and 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 you know this would be a great time to table the discussion. Um, who I think Kimba's going to be better in the, in this better in Boston than Kyrie was in Boston. I think so from a number of perspectives. Number one, I think Kemba Walker will be a much better efficient player um, because he doesn't have to do all the work like he did in Charlotte. And like we said, Jason uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the other guys that are there, Gordon Hayward, those, those are much are better players. Up. Those points are going up for those guys. Yes. And Kemba Walker is still probably going to average 22-23 a game. Yep, and his assist numbers, I yeah. think, will be... I, I think he can average a double-double, um, Kemba Walker, if mm-hmm. he's, you know, you know he stays healthy. And and nine. I don't know if he's going to get 10 assists a game, but... Um, I think he has a chance to do that, though. I give him 8 or 9. I 8 or 9? Okay, I yeah. Eight or nine. I mean, that's I, respectable. Yeah, I I don't see him getting 10 a game, but... Right. I He's going to... I think he's going to be better with Brad Stevens. He'll be... I think, yeah. I think... I, don't, I think... Um, because we know why Kyrie went to the Celtics. We yep. know he went there to try to become uh, the leader and all this. And, yep. I, and I think Kemba is coming in with a different attitude. He just want to be in an opportunity to win games. To get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He want to be in those types of opportunities. Absolutely. And it's not necessarily about trying to prove um, you know, he's a leader and all that. He's yep. just going to go on the floor. Do and, and, and ball and does and do what he do. Yeah, and I think the Celtics are going to be better for that. I think the Celtics are going. And now I'm sitting here thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are probably going to be um, still in that same. In that what were same, they? A, what were they? A four seed? Four, four, yeah, four, four, five, five maybe? something like that. They might still be a four or five. Probably, yeah. They probably might. Now I'm sitting that. here because I forgot about Kim when we were talking about it. Right. Um, they might mess around and still be a four or five. Yeah, but I'm, I, I still got questions about them just because. I mean, of but the, the only thing you're really talking about is Al Horford now. Yeah, Al Horford's not there, and and I talked about one of the Morris twins. That okay, they possibly okay. might not be okay. there. Uh, uh, Marcus, Mark, yeah, yeah, Marcus, yeah, yeah. He he might not be there, so I mean that's so a now, lot of, now now you talking about front court issues, um, yeah, yeah, defense and all that 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 all plays a factor. So I'm just uncertain. Do I think they're a playoff team? I mean, but and then you talked about Enos Cancer coming in too. Yes, who? Yes, um, he said he's seventy. He's certainly going to show up the paint. He that's definitely, right. He's certainly going to show that up. And um, off, in offense, he's going to bring that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Look, I don't know, man. I I, I think I mean I it'll be inconsistent, but there'll be nights. Have, I know he'll defend the paint. That def- I know Enos Cantor will do. He'll do that, but um, well, Enos Cantor. I mean, historically, he's been a bad defender historically. But I think in the system, maybe that could help him mm-hmm. better his defense. I think he'll be fine. Um, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, but offensively, I think he's better than Al Horford from from that side nah. of the basketball. Nah. Enos Cantor, offensively, mm. you don't nah. think he's better than Al Horford? Nah, mm I know, mm uh, I don't know about Mm-mm. that, man. Mm-mm. I mean, points. Now, if you're talking effectiveness, I'll, I'll give you uh, points Al per Horford ga- points per game. Enos Cantor. Well, I, I gotta check that because well, Enos Cantor 
probably is not going to give you points consistently on a night-to-night basis. I don't know that Edith Cantor is averaging 15 20, points a game. he give you 20 maybe once every two weeks or I'm something com- like that. I'm confident that Horford is scoring 15 a game. I don't. I'm not confident that Enos Kansas is averaging okay. 14 a game. Well, I'll, I'll I'll look that up. Yeah. But you know, we'll we'll just continue to dissect the Celtics. Yeah. Um, I think they're still a playoff team. I just don't know how good they are yet. I I, I don't know. I, I just and this isn't Boston hate or anything. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, that's a I, lot of moving parts. I'm kind of reneging on it. I'm kind of reneging on them being being ass next year because, like I said, I forgot Kemba was was there. Enos Cancer is there. Um, like I said, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is the guy you need to look at. If this team is ass next year, uh-huh. Jason Tatum is really going to be the guy that you would be kind of expecting to step up point right. wise and uh, um, right. effect wise. Yep. Um, and um, if he don't step up. Then, mm-hmm. then I could see this argument, but yep. So in forty-four games with the Knicks, talking about Enos Cantor, fourteen points, eleven rebounds a game, um, and right, and when he got traded to the Blazers, okay. uh, thirteen points and nine rebounds a game. Yeah. So I'm pretty confident Horford had more points. Per okay, game. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's in the same range. It's yeah. not far off, but and then Enos Cantor can't stretch the floor. No, that that's true. And Al Horford definitely stretches the that's, that's that's true. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. So, uh, getting to Milwaukee. So they keep a couple guys. Uh, they sign Middleton to a pretty big contract. Mm-hmm. They also keep Brook Lopez, and then they bring his brother over, um, which is kind of unique there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they this ain't the first time they played on the same team. What team did they play on together? Uh, was it the Nets? Me, I, I think it was the Nets. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say it had, had to be the Nets. Yeah. Had to be. Yeah. Um, so then you have that, and then um, they let Malcolm Brogdon walk over mm-hmm. to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Indiana gets him a contract, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of like that move for... For Brogdon. Indi- for Brogdon, yeah. Uh, but but more so for Indiana. I, I, I kind of like that move. I like it for Brogdon because Brogdon got an opportunity to. We gonna find out exactly what kind of player he is. I mean, they supposed to be. He supposed to be the guy that can bring points, right? Um, we gonna find out, and they need points. Yeah, I mean, uh, even for, when Oladipo come back, and uh, and I'm not even certain Oladipo gonna be hundred percent. Yeah, when he get back. Well, if but they gonna need they gonna need him to score. I would think. That if Oladipo comes back and give you 22, 23, mm, right. that Brogdon got to bring you about the, I'm, I'm thinking he got to bring you about the 19, same thing, particularly 20, on the pace. Yeah. I'm thinking like 2023. 20, I'm really thinking that 2023 right. because who else scoring? So Brogdon's going to play the point, it um, sounds like? I would imagine so. Yeah. I, he plays point in Milwaukee, I thought. Uh, Well, since Bledsoe got there, they shifted him over yeah. to shooting guard. Oh, okay. So okay. now that you're in and Indiana, Collison, and I know Collison retired. Collison so. retired because he wants to devote his life to Jehovah Witness and all that. Oh, I didn't stuff. know why. I didn't know he retired. Yeah, yeah, that's why he retired. Okay. He wanted to devote more time to that. So shout out to Darren Collison mm-hmm. for that. But um, yeah, so now if you're Malcolm Brogdon, now you're the point guard of the Pacers now. So that backcourt. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty prolific backcourt if the Pacers are really going to, you know, amp it up 
this and year. That's funny. And that, they got to be yeah. 23 and 23. And number 44, the white boy, they let him go to Utah. You, uh-huh. So, you know, and, and, I, and I said this about the Pacers after they got bounced out the playoffs. For me, the two guys that's got to show improvement in the front court is Sabonis and Miles Turner. Those two guys have to show me that they could step it up production wise. You only talking about scoring because that defense, score, right? Yeah, right. Their but defense, defense they can do that. We know the defense is there. Yeah, we know that. But offensively, those two guys, if they don't improve, then the Pacers are just going to be stuck in the middle the same of the Eastern. Yeah, yeah, same old Pacers mm-hmm. stuck in the middle of the yeah. Eastern Conference. So yeah. So that, that's where I see that. We did at. forget to mention that Ben Simmons is reportedly about to get a max extension too. Um, I saw that earlier. It's it's not it's not in stone. It's just I know it was reported. I, I saw the report about it. Um, I I don't know how I feel about giving a guy that much money and he can't shoot. I, I know how I feel about it. You shouldn't be giving it to him. Yeah, I I, I just don't. No, I don't understand how you give a guy. Yeah, that I like Ben Simmons. I, I just the guy got to yeah. show me he could shoot from eighteen feet. He got to show me he could shoot. Period. You know what I'm saying? He could do it. He could lay the ball up and get to the rag, and that and that's important. Yeah, but he can't shoot for shit, and 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 it's to the point where he just won't shoot. Yeah, right, right. When shots that a normal guard would take mm-hmm. in those situations, he won't take them. So it's like, nah, bro. You know, you don't get no no max contract for me. Yeah, nah, I hope I respectfully. Yeah, Elton Brand, just hold off on that, man. Nah, but he not. Though. You been you been doing some good moves, man. They don't, not. They don't. gonna They gonna lock him up. I done, they gonna lock him. You, up. you think they gonna lock him yeah. up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Why even report it? Yeah, I I, I guess. Why even report it? I, I, I guess. Um, Derrick Rose uh got a contract with the Pistons. Um, yeah. With so, Dwayne Casey, yep. I mean, I, I don't know that. I don't, I'm not saying that the uh, thinking that they about to, you know, turn up. Mm-hmm. Um, Derrick Rose ain't gonna come in and be scoring, averaging 25 a game, and no, you know, but no, he in a situation where it's an upgrade. Yeah, from what they have, we got I, actually the Wizards got their backup point guard, Ish Smith. So, mm. <laughs> I didn't know that. Now yeah. was that. Just a move they made, or no? It was this was this happened Sunday. Ish Smith. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Ish Smith. Yeah. And oh, Reggie Wizards. Jackson is the point guard in Detroit, right? Yeah. Still, um, as far as I know. Okay. I, I don't think they moved him. Okay. So Derrick Rose playing the two, behind. or I'm sure he's coming coming off the bench behind Reggie Jackson. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure of that that hey, that might that's be good for. Detroit. Yeah, that's a, yeah. No, that, I'm, I'm applauding that they got him. Yeah, that's and because I, I, I keep forgetting Blake is there, and and not that you know Blake is you know top ten anymore, but you know was he ever top ten? Blake. Yeah. At one point he was. I mean, he was hyped that way, but was he ever really top ten? Uh, I, I I think he was top ten okay. for maybe a year or two, okay. uh, two years at best. But once we realize, you know, when crunch time. You just ain't got it, and it's like, oh, nope, yeah. nope, I can't put you there. I don't think he's a top ten. I don't think he was ever a top ten. Right, right. But, you know, I, I digress. But um, going back to the Heat, we, we did, you know, bring them up uh, slightly, but just to kind of get a sense of what they're trying to do here. Um, so they did trade Josh Richardson 
to the Sixers and got back some draft picks, and then they were able to do the sign and trade yeah. with Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler is now the man down there in Miami. Um, they're looking to try to make space to possibly get Brad Beal in a trade, and I think I, I think if the Heat do that, they are a playoff team. If if you if you ask me, I think if they if they could pull that off, I think with Jimmy Butler there. Along with Justice Winslow, Justice Winslow's a nice player. Mm-hmm. Not you know anything really you know not good super player. super special, but a, but a good solid player. So in your mind, mm-hmm. and and obviously we freestyling. Yep. The your eight playoff teams in the East right now with the moves that with the moves are, that made are made right now. Obviously, you got to put Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Philly at the top, and then you're talking. <sighs> For three and four, you're talking, and and we still don't know what Kawhi's going to do with the Raptors and stuff. But let's just hypothetically say he stays that he stays. Yeah, Toronto is in that yeah. top four for sure. certain. Um, number four, I tell you what, man, um, I, I, I might got to go with somebody by default, um, and it's and it's probably got to be Boston mm-hmm. just by default because yeah. again I don't know how Oladipo coming back with the mm-hmm. injury how he's gonna be but the Pacers I still have in the playoffs probably around the five six spot I still think the Nets will be around that same five six spot yeah. um, the Heat have this opportunity to get there but they don't have Bill yet so yeah. I won't put them there seven and eight in the East. Detroit, I, I, I gotta put Detroit there. Orlando, but well, Orlando signed Vucevic, gave him an extension. They gave him the extension. Um, um, I know you're high on him. I'm not super high on him, but I just haven't watched him play to be high on him. Yeah, I haven't really watched much of him either to say that I'm high on him per se. But um, I don't, I don't, I just don't know what else Orlando has. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, they got they the big man, and then they Aaron Gordon's okay. He's a good player. Um, Terrence Ross, Ross is a good player, but I don't know what else they have. And then you're looking at, um, well, let's look at the teams that missed the playoffs last okay. year. Um, the Knicks, obviously, there's some debate about that, mm-hmm. but I'll leave them out for now. The Hawks, you, you think they're they're not ready? Um, nah, I don't. I'm I don't. No. I, I don't I'm think the Hawks no. are ready either. But, I, but Ice Trey, man, that dude. Oh yeah, he the truth, man. Yeah, he I like the truth. Dude. I I like that. Um, Chicago? No. You, you, what have they even done? <laughs> they let some pieces go. I know that. But, Who did uh, they go? Huh? Who did they go? Uh, oh, that's right. He tra- they, Bobby Portis. They traded him to yeah. That was mid-season. The Wizards, yeah, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But um, but they got um. I thought they still got Zach Levine there. Oh yeah, no. Um, marketing yeah. the big guy, the, the rookie. Ro- oh, oh no, like second year, second, year, second yeah, or third yeah. year guy. Uh-huh. Um, the Bulls are kind of in that situation where they're just yeah getting no. young players and yeah. trying to figure it out. God, yeah. No. Uh, Cleveland, no. no. Um, I'm missing somebody. The Wizards. The Wizards. No. no. Um, mm. It's got to be the Knicks, man. I'm sorry. And I hate to keep putting pressure on your team. And, well, look. <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible. It's got to be. It's it's possible. I man. will very gladly. The Heat. I mean, the, the, oh, the, heat, okay, the heat, heat with just Butler. Is that Maybe. enough for them to get there? Maybe. 
Yeah, I nope. mean, nope. if you're asking me who would I pick mm-hmm. the the Knicks roster or, or Jimmy Butler, I would tell you Jimmy Butler. So okay, so yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess there's your eight right there. Yeah. I okay, mean, the, I okay. think the pist I think the Pistons. Still I don't are. know how much faith I got in the Pistons, and I know Dwayne Casey's a hell of a coach. Yeah, um, I, I I I think I got a little confidence in them. Okay, that I think they could, they could get there. But yeah, the Knicks. Um, for now, I'm holding them out. But if they get there, it's probably going to be because the Heat and those other teams just can't, yeah. you know, you know, put it together. Yeah. So, and then we're still under the the pretense that Kawhi is in Toronto. So it is, that, exactly, and that, and that changes things if he's gone. I don't think I, I'm just not sure they make it with without Kawhi. Yeah, I'm not sure they make it without. They make it to the playoffs, period. Yeah, because now, because now Kawhi's gone. It's not like they going back to Demar Derozan. No, they're not. And and, and look, I tell uh, you what, they when Kawhi yeah. sat those twenty something games, yeah, they were good. They were good. They were good. <laughs> they were good. So um, I I'll just, give them the benefit of the doubt just because of that. Okay. If they prove me wrong, they prove okay. me wrong. Okay. So and you know what. I shouldn't the way the way um the way they won a championship, I should pay them that respect. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I, I changed my mind. They'll make the playoffs. <laughs> Van Vliet will average eighteen points. Pascal will average Siakam. You know, will he average twenty four this re- last regular season? Like twenty two. Twenty two, something like that. Yeah, and and there's still an upside with him. Yeah. Too. So. Maybe yeah. So you, you never know. Maybe. When O. G. You know who was injured for the postseason? He comes back and maybe that's a guy that you yeah, know picks um, up where he left, leaves off. So, well, what was he doing before he got injured? Then that that's uh, the- OG. Um, he was a good defender. Yeah, and as far as his, I don't know what his numbers yeah, are. I don't offensively. think that was a. I don't think he was a. He might have been a twelve point guy, maybe. Maybe 12, 12 yeah. 13 point guy, maybe. but I mean, more so known for defense than anything. Yeah. So the Western Conference. Um, I, I guess we got to start with the Warriors, man. I guess we gotta start with the fallen dynasty at this point, man. So I tell you what, I like the D'Angelo Russell move. I I I, I kind of like that, and I know that people are gonna say that he probably doesn't fit with what they're trying to do. But people are forgetting, man. Clay Thompson is gonna miss probably sixty six, seventy percent of the season, and if you get D'Angelo Russell. Along with Steph and Draymond and whoever else they're gonna get, I know they got Coley Stein earlier mm-hmm. today. Yeah, so he's who's prob- a good backup point guard. Uh, we'll say it again. Coley Stein, Willie Coley Stein. He's the center that was in sac- that was from who Sacramento. Who am I thinking about? Who's the point guard? The point guard is Darren Fox in there. Darren Fox is the point guard in Sacramento. In Sacramento. Who am I thinking about? Coley's. It's a white boy. No, Willie Coley Stein, the guy who that played at Kentucky. About- Okay, well, well, clearly I'm thinking about somebody different. Oh, okay. But I'm thinking about a white point when it, when when I saw I saw it in the chat uh-huh. that um that that had that they signed him and I'm th- all I'm, I'm thinking about a um I'm thinking about like a white point guard when they when I saw that name. So, oh, okay. okay. Well, I, I'm thinking about somebody. I, I'm looking at Mocha's comments here, and when you say white point guard, I'm thinking about Goran Dragic, yeah. but I know that's not who no, you're no, talking no, no. about. No, 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 yeah, I know who Goran Dragic is. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I don't like that. I don't think that fit is going to be good if he stays in um, in Golden State, and, and that's uh, he being D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Okay, I don't. I look. Um, I think what now I say this. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Steve Kerr has the innate ability of putting people together and making it work. Yep. Clearly, he's good at that. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him the benefit of a doubt. But if I'm looking at what D'Angelo Russell does, yep. uh, or has done with the Nets, yep. I don't see that really working well with the Warriors. Okay. Um, because he, a lot of uh, Russell's game, and I'm only basing this off the playoff, all the playoffs because I don't watch a bunch of Nets, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, From what you've seen him in the playoffs, right? With the Nets, is yep. when I've been able to watch him. Yep. Um, he does a lot of. Uh, he needs the ball, right? Right. He needs the ball, right? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of ISO stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, only person, only two people that's well. I ain't gonna say that because they do they do allow ISO in Golden State, mm-hmm. but it's not like. And I hate to compare him to, to KD because he's just not KD, right? But his and the ability that KD has because he's so tall to jump over anybody and, and get right. a, a shot off, right? Right. That is going to be severely missed in Golden State. Yep. And I don't know how much of what D'Angelo Russell's skill set is, I don't know if any of what he provides is enough to supplement mm-hmm. that ability. Right. He, he can, he's capable of getting to the rack, D'Angelo Russell. Yep. He's, he definitely can do that. Um, I, If I'm being honest, uh, I like the center move in the... the, the Callie, Willie Callie. I like the center move. I like that move, too. More than I like D'Angelo Russell. And that means that Boogie's not going to go back. Yeah, and his... And, and um, I saw something today. Nobody is about to pick this nigga up. That, that's a damn shame. I, but he... I mean, you you saw it? That's it. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. And I know it's... Ba- and I know a lot of it was injury-based. Like, yeah. he got injured. That's why the market on him is yeah, low. Yeah, Because of the injuries. And then he got injured again, you right. know, within the playoffs and... Or before the playoffs, and now here we are. Um, it's sad. You're right. Um, but... He, that, he's going to end up taking the veterans minimum someplace. Two million dollars. Yeah. Like he gonna he gonna be David West, bro. <laughs> like yeah, like that. It's just crazy. And yeah. the dude is in his prime. It's, well, age wise, he's in his prime. He's not right. in his prime balling wise. I think those days. I don't know if he's coming back from this. From the you talking about from the yeah. Injury. I don't know if he's coming back from this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Poss- I don't it's know. Possible. It's possible. I don't know. It's, um, it's possible. Yeah, I don't know that he's in his prime. I think those. I think. But injury, when he got hurt in New Orleans, he was definitely yeah in his prime. Yeah, and, and yeah, those days are gone. <laughs> I think those days are gone. Man, that's that's tough, man. Like those. I'm sorry. I think those days are gone. That, like, he's going to. He's to be a a valuable asset. Like he's going to have to totally revamp his game because he can't jump. Right. Right. And it's not like he was ever a jump out the gym dude, but yeah. he can't jump at all now. Yeah, we saw it. We yeah. saw it in the playoffs. Yeah, so he 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 he's gonna have to like revamp his game to yeah. even be and, efficient. And the fact that he can't jump affected his ability to pass too in like some of those situations, man. Um yeah, I I I, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. But to reply to your comment about the fit for D'Angelo Russell in this offense. I think what Steve Kerr, and this is just my opinion, I think Steve Kerr is going to kind of tweak this offense a bit to where, and I said it at the top, D'Angelo Russell needs the ball. So he's going to be 
for the most part, I don't want to say the primary ball handler, but he's going to have some ball handling duties in this offense. Um, so you think? I think that if if you're this offense and you can hit Steph at the corner, you could you you could drive to the basket. You could hit Steph out to the perimeter. And you know we know how great of a shooter Steph is. So you so you basically you saying Steph going to be running off the ball all day? It's it, it's possible. It's it's highly possible if if this is going to work. Mm. I mean, yeah, it, I, it, I, I it, hear you. It's, it's possible. But then but then it's like, do you want that dude, me and uh, D'Angelo Russell, handling the ball like that? I'm not saying. I'm and I'm just asking. I'm not. That's mm-hmm. not to say he is or ain't a good ball handling. Right. Um, Draymond has proven. Yes. Like that's his kind of his role. Yes. Um. Obviously, Steph gets. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. I mean, I. I've, and quite frankly, I think Steph and D'Angelo they could reverse roles every now and then too, because Steph could drive it to the basket and kick it out to D'Angelo. Yeah, but D'Angelo Russell don't run off the ball like Steph. That's did. true. That that, that yeah. is true. Yeah. But I, I, I think if this is going to work, I think Steve Kerr is going to have to tweak some things with this offense for it to work. And let's, and let's be honest. The Warriors... The dynasty's over. <laughs> the Warriors... When you say dynasty's over, you mean they're not going to win the finals or did the dynasty they're not going to the, they're, they not going to, they're not going to the finals this oh, okay. season. Okay. They're not going. And and let's remember, Steph. I mean, Clay is not gonna play for about seventy yeah. percent of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and more so for me, this is probably why you get D'Angelo Russell, just to you know, hey, let's hold the fort down until so Clay comes back. So when Clay comes back, so like the if you're in your mind, the projected yeah. Warriors five is Carly Stein, Draymond, yep, uh, not even Clay, Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell. And somebody at the three. Somebody, yeah, somebody's got to play at the three. I don't know who that's going to be yet. Because mm. uh, I know Lumi took a discount to stay. Yep. Um, and Nick Wadala, because of his Breakfast Club and MSNBC <laughs> interviews, got shipped <laughs> off yeah, to sure. Memphis. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think I think Iggy, by doing that, and he was promoting his book, obviously. Yeah, right. I, I think Iggy had a sense that this was going to happen, which is why he was just going I mean, on and kind of, you know, taking I mean, the shots at the medical staff. I mean, I, but you don't write no. I mean, that book. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he was, he was saying. promoting the book. I think I, I think he was. I think honestly, I think he was just talking records because of the book was coming out. Oh, and okay. obviously, and obviously, he didn't write about this past playoffs in his book. Obviously, yeah, but, obviously, they were asking him was, questions about yeah. what was going on with yeah. that. Yeah, and I and I think that. I think because I think he knows, like, hey, these these guys could trade me. I but might you might just... be, but you might be on something to with the dynasty being over. But I I can't believe I heard this, and I hope it's not true. Uh huh. They are supposedly hanging Kevin Durant's jersey in the rafters. I heard that too. Number thirty five, yeah, and that nobody's, and nobody's ever going to wear, wear thirty five again as long as said. Um. Uh, GM is there. I thought that was over an overreaction by the Warriors part. When I first heard it, I thought it was a little bit of like, okay, like, what are y'all really doing? Then I thought about it. I'm sitting there saying to myself, yo, are they really like 
trying to you know save face because again I'll I'll go back to my point about the injury and how the Warriors knew a little bit more than what was reported about the injury mm-hmm. and then all the reports come out that you know there was this lady that was there that kind of held that staff down and once she left then things just started to get all you know yeah. sideways with the medical staff mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm still on that boat where hey they they messed up. <laughs> the the medical staff they they messed up, and Iguodala basically told the whole world, "Hey, yeah. this is what happened." And right. even with his in, own injury, he said they were trying to rush him back yeah. out there more than what he wanted it. So, yeah. um, so I'm I'm at that point where I think that the reason for the retirement of the number is just. The ownership is trying to show my bad some for what face. we did to you. Yes, that, to me, that's what that symbolizes. That is um, that's what it symbolizes to me. You you make a good point, by the way. But if that's what they did, nah, you can you can miss me with that bullshit. You can miss me with that because come on, I mean, because yeah, look, what does that mean for Kevin Durant? What does that mean for what y'all did to his career? You hanging his number in the Raptors. What does that mean for what you did to his career? Right. And also, what what you're saying to Warriors fans and fans who rode and died with this franchise for a long time, you're you're telling me that, I mean, of all the... And look, Kevin Durant is going to go to Hall of Fame. He's top three player in this game. But... I mean, if if we want to go on a list of, and I know we we talking Mount Rushmore again, but if you want to go like some of the greatest warriors in the history of the franchise, Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway, Chris Martin, Mitch Richmond, Mitch, would you go Mitch Richmond? I, I yeah, run TM. I mean, you gotta see. go, you gotta go, Steph Curry, bro. Steph Curry, yeah, Steph Curry's Steph, gotta be there. Yeah, yeah, Steph is there. So, Steph is there. Tim, Tim Hardaway, Chris Martin, Mitch Richmond, Steph Curry for you. Uh, for me, yes. Now, older heads will probably throw um, Rick Barry on that list. I wouldn't. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't, but I'm saying that older heads would, you know, go back in time to Chris old Mullen, Warriors, you know, to the older seasons of the Warriors. Would you not put Tim Hardaway there because of Tim Hardaway's career with the Heat? Would I not put him there? Um... But that's the thing. I just wouldn't not put him there. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was a part of something. Like. Yeah. The, the, he he yeah. was part of he was part of something special back in the day. I, but, I mean, then again, I Kevin mean, Durant was a part of something special. And they won titles. When they won titles. Right. Right. So, how so, could you not put him? I mean, Kevin Durant there. That's the thing. And, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm just spitballing. I haven't right. figured out in my right. mind who my four is. It's it's just that when you retire a number, it just means more than just what I think they're doing it for. You're retiring you're a saying, number, but if you're saying they're doing it to apologize to Kevin Durant, I'm with you. But it's kind of, but they have an argument in the sense yep. that he came and got them two titles. Sure. Sure, and, and 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 truth be told, is right. A lot of people feel like it would have been three had he not been injured. Right, right. And and I guess I gotta be consistent because if I'm putting Kawhi Leonard in a Mount Rushmore of Toronto Raptors, yeah, but that's not fair because that's because the Toronto Raptors don't have many good players. 
That's true. Like, they, they, they don't have the history that the Warriors right. have. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. I sure. mean, I mean, we leaving out Clay Thompson. Clay mm-hmm. Thompson is uh, why I wouldn't put him there. Right. He's can certainly He's, yeah, should drafted, be considered yeah. Draymond. Yeah, the same I, should be cons- I mean, consideration. I yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What about the what about the O seventeen? Yeah, Baron Davis. Do you put some of those Monte guys Ellis. there? Um, no, but you would have to consider them, like you said. You in particular, cons- Baron Davis. You have to consider Baron Davis. Yeah, and Monte Ellison to a lesser degree, but right. for a certain, right. Baron Davis. And I don't think nobody else there, like Jason. You wouldn't put Jason Richardson there, would you? I don't, I don't see, I wouldn't put Stephen Jackson there. No, but but <laughs> but Jason Richardson. <laughs> uh, Consideration, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, so that's what I'm saying. So when you retire a number, you're symbolizing that this was one of the greatest warriors, like in the history of the franchise. But Kevin Durant is better than most of those. Most guys of those mentioned. guys. Th- that's true. That's and, true. And the only and the only and the only gripe on him is that he wasn't drafted by the Warriors. Right. Right. I'm not knocking the Warriors for doing it. I'm just of the belief I, that I think the reason they. I, I'm kind of knocking them. Yeah, I'm was kinda, close. To I'm kind of knocking them. I was more so trying to figure out a way to not knock them. Mm-hmm. When when we put all this together, mm-hmm. y'all did this as a I'm sorry for fucking your career. That's how I feel here. about it, man. And for that reason, <laughs> and if that's the truly the reason why you did it, no, he shouldn't be there. I've been trying to tell he Warriors just, fans he shouldn't be there, but. There was there were people there was fans caping for the medical staff and yeah and all that I'm like telling y'all they tried to they tried to put him back out there who's the starting point guard for the Dallas Mavericks um starting point guard it's not JJ Barea because he's the backup right if I can remember correctly I don't know I don't know I know that the Mavericks were trying to get in on that. Trade with Jimmy Butler. They were trying to get a third team in there, mm-hmm. and there were talks that Dragic would go to Dallas. And, and, and could you imagine if that happens? You got three Euros on a roster. You got Luca. Oh, uh, but don't Luca play point? Luca. Um, I think Luca plays point a little bit. I think he plays a little bit of point, but I think he's a shooting guard. Oh, okay. If you ask me, but he, I believe he's played some point throughout the year, but. But since we're talking Dallas, they're extending Porzingis coming off the injury. So a hundred and something million dollar so I guess contract. Nothing's coming of that case. I guess not. I guess not, man. But they also signed Seth Curry. That's why I asked because they because they were signing Seth Curry. Uh-huh. And I don't think Seth Curry is a starting point guard. So right. I wanted to know who was there. Um, well, you got the Greek Freak's brother there. Yeah, I, yeah, they drafted him. Uh, I want to say this year. Uh, Trey yeah. Burke, who's bounced around a little bit. Uh, Hardaway Junior is a shooting guard. Devin Devin Harris is still in the league. Um, shouldn't be. I'll say that. But hey, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so for all intents and purposes, because I know Devin Harris ain't starting. Courtney. Oh, oh Courtney. Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Okay. He's probably no because. He might be starting. I don't know. He might, yeah, he might, he might, he might be. be starting. He might be. So Seth Curry got an opportunity to start, huh? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's potential there for certain, hmm. man. It's potential. It, Dallas is one of those teams that 
I, I just don't know what to make of them. Now, I know I just said he ain't a starting point guard in my mind, but mm-hmm. if I'm looking at Seth Curry with Luka and who is their shooting guard? Well, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, oh, it's probably going to go to the bench. Well, uh, Luka's is a three. Luka's a three? Yeah, he's a three. Oh, okay. So, so Jalen so, Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Luka Donkage. Christoph Porzingis and I don't I don't know how good uh on Tukumpo the Greek freak brother I don't, I don't know, know how, I don't know how good he is and you know with his chances we know are. he ain't his brother but um well yeah. we don't know that yet Courtney, we ain't yeah. seen him play a game oh yeah that's true and shit you figure I saw this on yes uh, on Facebook the other day uh huh I mean we talking about four you know every year in six years. Greek Freak just gradually getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like statistically, mm-hmm. just like every year his his point total went up. Every year I think his rebound total went up. Right. So right. like that. So he gradually got to where he is now, um, year after year. Right. Right. Um, we never did. I don't. I think we ever did got an opportunity to say congratulations to Greek Freak for winning the MVP. I still yes, sir. Uh, stand where I stand, but. Yes, sir. Um, congratulations to a uh, good year. Absolutely, uh, for certain. Uh, the let's talk about the uh, Denver Nuggets, man. <laughs> that is going to be a dangerous squad next year. Um, Jamal Murray gets a extension, uh, five years, hundred seventy million dollars. Well deserved. Um, yeah, for certain deserve. They need to get him locked up now. The, the, the front office for the Nuggets are making some smart moves. Yeah. You lock up Jokic because you know he's going to cost more if he hits the market. And yeah. the same with Jamal Murray. Yeah. Get him to a contract and give him some stability there. You're already developing Jokic's replacement. <laughs> what, Bobo? Yeah, not necessarily his replacement, but you're developing right. a guy whose game is similar. Right. Um, he so don't pass towers as, right he doesn't there. pass as well as Jokic, but right. you're developing somebody that's similar. And um, mm-hmm. Ooh, and this move should not go unnoticed. They retained Paul Millsap. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. I know you talked about that yeah, being and very critical, and they, they got did. it done. Yeah, so... Those are that's a, and that's another team that's on the on the championship clock, yeah. Um, because because of Millsap, yep. See, like I think Millsap is the type of player that gets them over the hump. That's the vet, yeah. Yep. That's the type of guy that gets them over the hump. Still gets you sixteen, seventeen yeah, a game, yeah, yeah. So even at his age, yeah, yeah. So um, they 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 they're definitely going to be dangerous. And like I said, they're going to need to they're going to want to try to do this now. Yep. Um, they got a championship team yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. But they but they better hope Kawhi don't go to the Lakers. Yeah. Because it seems like if that happens, then it seems like it's a foregone conclusion yeah. that yeah, it's a wrap. That yeah, if if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers, it's a wrap. LeBron, Kuzma, AD, Kawhi, and whatever else and they put around they them, throw, whatever they whatever they throw at Rondo, them. maybe they whoever. bring Lance back. It don't even matter who they put at that fifth. Oh, 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 who what's missing? Because, um, see, you know what's crazy about mm-hmm. the Lakers right now, right? If they, I mean, or if they were to get him, mm-hmm. I, if they got if they got um, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. it, it's easy. I'm putting Kawhi, I'm putting LeBron at point guard. Period. Oh yeah, yeah, it's happening. 
Yeah. It is happening. Because I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yo, that's really like their front court. But you could really put I'm LeBron, LeBron at point <laughs> at the one, and and, and 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 I'm taking my chances. There you go. Yeah, um, your, your your critical positions. You got your center in AD. Yeah. You got your wing yeah. in Kawhi. Yeah. You get your point I in LeBron. I'm putting him at point guard, and I'm not. And I'm telling everybody else. I don't care what you put at the four, and I yep. don't care what you put at the two. And and I tell you what. Iguodala, if he's out, if Memphis releases him, which I think they will, mm. the Lakers are the type that'll go out and get Iguodala on a one-year contract, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because of that, you know, veteran championship yeah. experience right there. Ah, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I hope they don't. I hope they don't get him. I hope they don't get him either. But if they get him, yeah, you can go ahead. Can in my mind. You can cancel Christmas. You can yeah, cancel Christmas. It, it, it's crazy you that, can, that it's that way. You can but can, yeah. I have a hard time believing that Kawhi, who's got two titles, and a lot. This goes under the radar a little bit, but he won his titles beating super teams. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he knocked, he beat the Heat. When he was mm-hmm. with San Antonio, when he mm-hmm. beat the Warriors with Toronto, and I mean, so it's like, but he didn't really beat a super team in the Warriors, though. Oh, sure, they yeah. they were compromised yeah. with yeah. some injuries, but nonetheless, he's got the chips. We can't take that away from him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got the chip, and he's and, he, he and he's proven, team. and he's yeah. proven. Oh, he's solid. He's Teflon. Yeah, I just have a hard time seeing him go to a team that he knows. And now maybe. LeBron is, you know, well, LeBron is aging. I don't want to say maybe, yeah. but LeBron is aging, but he still could get you 20. LeBron will still get you 25. He'll still get you 25 points. He'll still get you 25. Kawhi's going to get you 25. Who's AD's going to get you whose 20 team is to 25. This? With those three guys together, LeBron, whose team is this? That's still LeBron's team. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm with you. Yeah, it's still a I just have a hard time believing Kawhi wants that. I, they're gonna let, but they're gonna. It's gonna be similar to Kyrie when Kyrie and LeBron had their dynamic. It's LeBron's team, mm-hmm. but Kawhi needs to the be clutch. fed. Yeah, he needs to be fed. He needs Closer. these moments. Yeah, yeah. And he has no. And LeBron has no problem deferring. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know, like Steph and KD. Right. It's right. Steph's team. Yep. But go on, Caddy. Go on. Okay. Do what you do. All right. Do what you do. All right. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. No. Let's say I don't want. I don't want go to the Clippers or stay in Toronto. Yeah. Let there be even. Let there be equality. I heard it. I heard this. Um, I think I heard Max Kellerman say it. If he goes to the Clippers, are they a championship team? Um, I think they're a championship team. Will they get to the finals? I think still remains a question mark. Mm-hmm. But I do think they are a championship caliber team. So you think they're a championship? Okay, yeah. they're a championship caliber. But you don't. Yeah. But you're not sure. I don't think they're. I don't think they're beating the Lakers. Kawhi with Kawhi. Patrick with a Patrick Beverly who they just extended mm-hmm. three years, forty million dollars. Uh, Montrez Harrell. A championship coach in Doc Rivers and Lou Williams. Lou Williams off the bench. Um, I so LeBron and AD and Kuzma and whoever else they get trumps Kawhi, Patrick Beverly, Montrezl Harrell, Doc Rivers coaching that squad. Yeah, I think AD dominates um, whoever's in that front court. Let's be very clear. Okay, he dominates whoever's in that front court. Okay. Um, okay, LeBron. 
It'd be, uh, it'd be like the early 2000s. Yeah, I, okay. I don't know if it'd be quite that, but, okay. <laughs> but he dominates whoever's in that front court in the Clippers. Harrell, whoever, whoever, the, whoever oh, is in that okay. front court. Hey, that might be a great series, though. Um, if, yeah. it come, if it comes down to that. Yeah, but I, I don't. I just don't see um, them being able to deal with that. Now on the Lakers, can somebody deal with Kawhi? Um, that's that's the thing too. If no, to answer your question, that's uh-huh. but is that going to be enough to see? Here's the thing: Does that trump AD being unstoppable? Because here's the thing. Yeah, because yeah, here's the thing. Um, we talked and we spoke about it when we talked about the finals. Mm-hmm. Those those role players mm-hmm. had to eventually step up. Yep, I know Lou Williams is capable. Absolutely, he's a dog. Yep. I don't know nobody else in that team that's capable. Patrick Beverly, not from a scoring standpoint. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about points. Because they well, don't have to score with LA. Sure, but what if what if you need that one stop? Patrick Beverly might get you that stop. Unless if you guarding a, if you're guarding a point guard, yeah, yeah. Patrick and Patrick Beverly's a pest now. Patrick Beverly <laughs> ain't doing nothing with top tier players. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, go see last series when the Clippers got put out by Golden State. Yeah, no, sure, but I mean that was just more. I mean that was just like that's KD a, a monster going up against that. But that's my point. That's the monster yeah. I was going against the Looney Tunes. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's my point. <laughs> Patrick Beverly is never going to be put in a situation where his defense is going to win or lose them a game because they're never going to put him up against a top caliber guy. Sure, because he's just not big enough. Sure, yeah. But so it's not like it's not like uh, we need to stop. And LeBron got the ball. Let's put Patrick Beverly on LeBron. That's stupid. Le- LeBron's gonna run over him. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it'll make for a great series. I do think it'll be a good series. I don't think it'll be an interesting series in the sense that yeah. Um, when when it, when asses get tight, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be able to deal with AD. Right. But to answer your question, I'm not confident that they can win the finals. But I do think there's championship DNA mm-hmm. with this roster once you add Kawhi there. Does Hassan Whiteside change uh, the trajectory of the Blazers? <sighs> so you're basically replacing him with Nurkic, who Nurkic I don't know what there. I don't know what. Well, but, he's not I, gone but what's his timetable to return? Because he, uh, he had that leg injury. But that, I'm understanding he'd be back this year. Like, maybe, maybe like, not. Mid, like, mid, like mid-season? Uh, they, when, I, when I read Hassan Whiteside got, Hassan Whiteside got uh, signed, right. um, I was under the impression that Nurkic is going to be back within the beginning of the year. Not necessarily, okay. maybe not opening day, okay. but opening night, but okay. he's going to be there. Okay, so for the Blazers, for me... This is a depth move. This is just trying to build the bench for the Blazers because they well, lost. Well, they got rid of um, Seth Curry's not there no more, right? But they they lost. Uh, they lost. Um, who did they just trade over to Miami? They, they um, was it Mo Harkless? Or? Harkless and somebody and Aminu. I mean, yeah, they, they lost Aminu too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, I guess you got to replace those. And Whiteside is. Well, Whiteside should be better than both of those guys put together. Uh, he should be. Yeah. He, he should be. I think um, 
if you're Hassan Whiteside, you have to be energetic about playing with Dame Dollar and CJ. You, you have you have to be because um, I mean, you're playing you're playing with better players. You're playing with two better players. You know what I'm saying? You're playing with two better, well, three better players if you count Nurkic. Yes. Um, I'm not saying he shouldn't be energetic. I'm saying that is he the piece that takes some. Well, that is my que- that is my question. Yes, but is Whiteside going to be a double double? And and because that and that depends on how much time he gets. If we need split we, between him and Nurkic. So. I, why why are they both not on the floor at the same time? Well, true. Yeah, you can, like you, why you, are they not on both? True. Yeah, you, you can put them both there. I'm just why is he? He should be he should be a seventeen and ten. He should be a seventeen and ten guy. Do those guys? Well. I know Hassan Whiteside doesn't space the floor. Does Nurkic space the floor? No. That so that that's going to be tough. I mean, granted, your front court is Whiteside. Well, let me say that. Let me take that back. He wants. He doesn't stretch it to the three. Uh huh. I've seen him be capable from of 15. shooting fifteens. Yeah. Okay. I've seen. I, I'm not super familiar with Nurkic, but I okay. know why. I've seen Whiteside be able to shoot a fifteen okay. footer. So for the most part, they're not a threat. From the outside, at least your front court. If or, you're the Blazers, not the, threat. Um, but they got time to bring in some. Uh, they do a, a, a three. They do. Yeah, they got time to bring in a three. They, they, I don't they know do. what their money looked like, but they got time to bring in a three. Yeah. Well, Back they in. extended Dame's contract, and Rodney Hood is still there. Rodney, so, yeah, Rodney I mean, Hood is still there. So, yeah, I, I I think they're right where they left off. If you ask me, mm-hmm. I don't know if the the white side addition makes them better. But I do think from a death perspective, I do think they had to reassure that because of the pieces they lost. So mm-hmm. I, I like but I thought move. they traded. I thought that was a trade. They traded Whiteside for tra- Yeah, they, they traded Whiteside for Harkless. But I, I think Aminu went somewhere player. else. Okay. I think Aminu went somewhere else, but Harkless went to Miami. Well, I ain't tripping off Aminu. I wasn't tripping. No Harkless. No, I, I wasn't tripping off of both of those yeah. guys. And, and they were solid during the postseason run. They They were solid for the most part. But they didn't they're, score. They're, they're they replaceable. Score. Yeah, but did they need to score? <laughs> yes, that's the Blazers' problem. They can't score points with CJ and Dame. CJ and yeah, but CJ and Dame. It's not like CJ and Dame giving you eighty points. They're giving you like 50, 60 points, and sure. that's not bad. I'm just saying that you need more from your supporting players. Sure, and yeah. I, and, I, and I get that. Not a lot of teams have that. I mean, there's yeah. only what a handful of teams that. <laughs> Really have well, that get, right now? No, nah, but you, but you get guys. So if you got a, ideally, if you have a twenty-five point guy, uh-huh. you should have a a you know a twenty-point guy. Uh-huh. You should have a fifteen-point 15 guy, guy, and, and maybe like a eleven, and may, twelve, and you, and then you should also have I, my. If I'm doing accounting, uh-huh. you should have at least two guys that's giving you ten, ten to twelve, right. So, so roster wise, total the, the the amount of guys that should be giving you double figures per game. I'm saying like five, five. Okay, as long as that top guys putting twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. I mean, that's just how my math. Works. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. If you getting that, and I and I don't even think that adds up to a hundred. So if I'm thinking about twenty five, twenty, uh, that's forty five, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixty. Um and then sixty plus two tens is eighty. Yep. And so, then if you got a good bench, yeah, they give you eight, yeah, the nine again, right? And that's, that's what I'm saying. Yep. So 
they get a lot of guys that get donuts and twos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, we got to talk about this team's moves right here. So, the Utah Jazz, right? So, they go out. They trade for Mike Conley from Memphis. Um, they get rid of Ricky Rubio. And I think he went to the Suns or something Suns, crazy yeah, like huh. that. Yeah. Um, so, they get him in the in the backcourt with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And then they also Love it, add... Uh, number 44 from Indiana, the white boy, Bodanovich, they get some scoring on that roster because the Jazz need scoring too. Yeah. You know, as as great defensively as they are, they need scoring. And Donovan Mitchell needs help. He can't carry the load by himself. So so you got these guys. But I don't know if... I don't... don't, Donovan Donovan Mitchell is still going to be... Like, Mike Conley. Uh Uh-huh. You think he... You think he's giving you 20... I think Mike Conley can give you twenty. Okay, he was doing that in Memphis. Yeah, but in Memphis, he was really the only guy there. You get what I'm saying? Sure. Like, so he had to score points, right? So now in this situation, does he really have to put up twenty? I think he does. If you say if you if your if your gripe is they need scoring, I think they need to, they need well, twenty or Ingles need to score twenty. And Ingles is not scoring twenty. Well, not and and not just that. I, I think the problem with the Jazz from maybe, maybe this was a couple of years ago when they were going up against uh, the Rockets in the second round was that when Rubio wasn't there to run the floor, that left the responsibilities to Donovan Mitchell to mm-hmm. do that. So not only did Donovan Mitchell have to score, he yeah, also had to run the floor. Mm-hmm. And by judging what I saw, I don't feel like that's really his game to have both responsibilities at the same time. So they need a so they need a backup point guard. So well, they got Mike Conley for this reason. So Mike Conley can run the floor. But if you're saying when Rick Rubio sits down, uh huh. And I'm talking about when he was injured actually. Oh, okay, okay. When, Rubi- okay. when Rubio was injured okay. during that playoff. I thought you were talking about like when he sits down, takes No, a no, no, no. No, not that. Gotcha. When, okay. When he was like Gone. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> when okay. he was gone, Donovan Mitchell really struggled because he was trying to do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you bring in Mike Conley, and that takes pressure off of Donovan Mitchell from the standpoint that really all Donovan Mitchell got to do is just score the basketball. He can get he can get five assists every now and then, yeah. but for the most part, that's what you want him doing is scoring the basketball. So we need him we need him in the upper echelon of scoring next year. Exactly. And yeah. Mike Conley can run the floor from the point position. He can also get you 17, 18 points but, a game. And I don't know what Ingles is averaging. I would I, if I had to take a guess at what Ingles was averaging, I would say 16, 17 points. Okay, and then you bring in the other white boy who also is averaging 17, 18 points. The other white boy from is, Indiana, uh, Bodanovich. Do you think he's going to average that? Um and he's probably coming off the bench. Uh Bodanovich, yeah, probably, yeah. But that I, I I think that's great for Utah. I don't know if he's that they got that depth. He can score. I don't know if he's a consistent scorer. Like, like no, he's not consistent. Like I don't think he's gonna give you twenty. He might give you twenty every four or five games. But he's like averaging twelve though. I'd, I'd say and that's just me like guessing. Fourteen, fifteen. I'd say like fourteen, fifteen, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. What I'm saying, what I'm thinking is, is that this onus, without um, remembering their roster like uh-huh. that, 
Um, the so, onus is going to be on Ingles and 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 Conley to step up scoring. Yeah, no question. So last year with the Pacers without Oladipo, mm-hmm. keep this in mind. Right. So he had to, had to put score. some points up. He averaged eighteen points, okay, for rebounds. But um, the previous year when Oladipo was healthy, he averaged fourteen points. Three rebounds. Okay. So yeah, and, and, and before that, uh-huh. he was with Washington, right? He was with the yeah, twelve, uh, thirteen points a game. Okay. Yeah. See, and he's going to be, to my estimation, he's going to be in that same role in Utah that he's been in. Yep. Every year of his career, outside of the year where Oladipo was out, and that's all he all he does is shoot. Yeah. You so know what I mean? so I can't imagine. Um, him really being, and I said twelve, but I give him fourteen. I give him fifteen. Right. That still, in my mind, leaves room where Conley got to step up and Ingles got to step up. Conley Ingles got to step up scoring Don- wise. Scoring I'm just wise, about scoring. Donovan Mitchell. You you'd like to? Think I would like that to see him in the top three scoring wise, like top three in the league. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking 27, 28. 27, yeah. Okay. I would like to see him Okay, there. no, that's not a bad barometer. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not bad at all. So then now, who else are you looking at for scoring? Are you looking at... Because Rudy Gobert is not a scorer. No, he's not, but, and he's not. He's going to get you 10, 12. But... We know that. He improved on his scoring last year. He improved a bit. I don't know if there's much ceiling for that. I don't think if, there's much ceiling for that. But if, he, if Rudy Gobert does what he did last year... And which, I'm a, and I'm which to, with me guessing off the top of my head, I'd say yeah, fifteen. You said how many? Fifteen. Okay, sixteen. Yeah, you, you're close. But yeah. but the year before that, it was thirteen, and then the year before that, it was fourteen. But so you think? I I, I think there's, I think there's slight room for improvement. It wouldn't surprise me if he kept the sixteen points per game. Pace. I mean, but what about his game? Show says to you that offensively he can improve because. He he's a alley you pick and roll dunk sure. type of guy. The dude's now, got hops. He's now, athletic. Now I'll give you this. Yep. Conley is probably going to be really good at pick and roll. Yeah. I mean, he did yep. it with Marcus All. Yep. Um, but Marcus All could step out and shoot too. That's true too. And we haven't seen that with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident he doesn't have it. That that's true. I I, I still I, they got point, some depth though. My point stands. I think I think because um, even if he got you 15. Yep. Uh, Brock Donovich got you 15. Yeah. Ingles, I still think Ingles need to get you 20. Yep. I still think that Conley needs to get you 20. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and, and he's capable of doing that because I've seen him do it before. Mm-hmm. He's, he's capable of that. Uh, I want to say what's up to Susan Sparrow in the chat room. What's happening? What's How you happening? doing? What's going on? What's going on? So, um, and my only concern with the Jazz, though, and I like Jay Crowder because I think he brings a defensive presence to the team. They had to use him in a trade to get Conley, so they lose Jay Crowder. Yeah. I, I just wonder how much that could affect them. From He's a, a wing defense. defender. Yeah. He's a wing and defender. the Jazz play defense. Yeah. So I wonder how much that's going to affect him. Mm-hmm. You know, moving down the road here. So but they got some young. They got some young wing players though. Like that cat, uh, twenty three. I forget his name. Uh, Exum? Uh, no, Exum is like 11 or something. He's a young, like a short point guard. Oh, okay. Um, 20, I forget 23's name. Um, but they they got um, young young wing cats. Okay. Now, Derek Favors. I thought I saw his name somewhere where he's... He's a powerful. 
Oh, like he's gone? Like he's gone. I, I, I thought I saw something where he's not with them anymore. Uh, yeah, Pelicans acquiring mm-hmm. Derek Favors from mm-hmm. the Jazz. And that means something even. Yeah. Derek Favors being gone, I that means something. Yeah. Losing both of those guys. Yeah. Jay Crowder there. Um, yeah, so Exxon, Okal Corver's still there. Yeah. Um, That's just shooting. Grayson Allen's gone. Um, oh, I didn't know Grayson Allen was gone. Yeah, I think he was a part of the Conley package. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like well, I, I think Grayson Allen is going to be all right. I like Grayson Allen. And he obviously he ain't showed up yet, but right, right. Uh, oh, sorry, Corver went to the Grizzlies too in the, in the trade for Mike Conley. So yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, look, hey, uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. That's it's a lot, lot to lose. That's a lot to lose. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, just a couple more notes here. Rudy Gay stays with the Spurs. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, JJ Redick goes to the Pelicans. Um, that's He'll really sort of like there. a veteran situation shooting. there. And they're shooting. Yep. Yep. They and and shooting. so so it's just with Lonzo Ball there. Right. 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 So you got that dynamic there, along with Ingram. Ball and you know Zion's gonna be there. So, you think the Pelicans got a shot at the playoffs? Yes. Hmm. Yes. It's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ask me, do they have a shot? They yes. They, they have, have a shot. shot. They have a shot. Is they have a shot? It's gonna be one hundred percent. They have a shot. It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult. Yeah. I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all. You love Drew Holiday. Yeah, and and it's funny because I thought they would have dealt him already. Yeah, too. But obviously, you know, they they want to keep him, and maybe he gets dealt in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, Drew Holiday's still there, and I, mean, I they, and I'm they look, got a good squad. I like Lonzo Ball. I know he ain't there yet. Right. I like Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. I do. I Josh Hart. He he forgot about Josh Hart. Yeah. He knows he 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 ain't cheeks. Brandon Ingram ain't sorry. Oh nah. You know, I, yeah, I, I like, hope he recovers from them blood clots. Yeah. And gets back to the floor. But he he ain't no slouch. No. No. Um it's gonna be rough. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's gonna be rough. So, um I know you wanted to get into Colin Kaepernick and the Nike thing. Yeah, and I, I think you have a little bit more than what I do because I've I've seen the headline, but I haven't really read specifically what the reasoning for everything that happened was. So. Oh well, I, I keep it. Um, and and before before we get into that, I do want to congratulate uh, Corey. I want to say Corey Goff. Corey Goff, yeah, from Atlanta, who beats Venus Williams in yep. November. Then one, uh, fifteen years old. I just found out today mm-hmm. that she is related to a good friend of mine's who really? um yeah okay. a, a good friend of mine's from from my uh acting days um who I I, I love telling this story she uh she wrote a song for Kendrick and the family okay uh, um family wrote, soul yeah she wrote a song for them it's uh-huh. actually a popular song okay um but uh, I I just like throwing that in there when I talk okay. about this girl, shout out to Kristen. Um, I was I was about to start naming off songs, but I'm not gonna yeah. extend this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll show you. You know the song. Yeah, um, it's called "Where Would I Be." Ah, that's yeah. the name. That's the first yeah, that's, name that, I was gonna yep, throw out there. My yep. good friend Kristen wrote that song. Okay, um, in college actually. So mm-hmm. go figure. But um, 
but she's related to Corey Goff. Okay. Who beat uh, Ven- Venice and Wilberden. Um, shout out to her. Um, Mocha Bella wants us to know that she lives in Florida. I, okay. Okay, Florida girl. <laughs> but shouts out to her. Uh, Mocha, um, Mocha got a rep for her state. 100%. Um, but getting to the Connor Kaepernick situation. Um, so, yep. the short of the situation is Nike was going to release a pair of Air Max 1s mm-hmm. that... Um, oh, with the flag on the back. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, the Betsy Ross flag or something the, like Yes, that. with the 13, 13 states. Yes. That represented the 13 states or whatever. Yes, the stars. And... Essentially, Colin Kaepernick uh, got wind of it, went to somebody, mm-hmm. and said, "Nah, this ain't gonna work." Yep. And uh, this ain't gonna work because this flag represents a time where slavery was legal. Yep. How you Nike, where all all straight up black people support uh, support mm-hmm. your product. I'm going to put these out Yep And have people like Now I ain't going to say me Because I know better But it's a good looking shoe If you didn't know shit about uh, About the flag about the And flag what that and represents what it for. Yep. And with it coming out around Independence Day Yep uh, it, 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 it was a mess It, oh, it, it, it was It okay. was uh, Colin Kaepernick once again mm-hmm. um, Seeing the situation and like, nah, bro. If I'm gonna be here, yep, you you, you gonna hear about it. And, and, and they decided not to release the shoe, mm-hmm. but um, I did hear that um, you can get the shoe. They just won't be released um, like mainstream. Like you can get they, they're gonna be like limited edition, limited shoes, edition online. And now people gonna be buying them for two thousand to five thousand dollars. Okay. Um, but okay. they won't be. Uh, you can't. You won't be able to walk in the finish line and get a pair of these. Um, on you know, because I think they were supposed to come out sometime around. Yep. Uh, Independence Day or the fourth, um, which is Thursday, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I'm reading. Uh, I, I was when I went looking for the picture of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor of Arizona pulling Nike state aid because he's embarrassed for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, he, now he's embarrassed for the company in a sense that they complied to com- Kaepernick's they, request to right. pull the shoe. Right. Right. <laughs> this governor's name. Let's see if we can find his name because I want to know this racist son of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> uh, I want to know the dude's name. And then Twitter, the Twitter thing that I'm looking at is not. Oh, there you go. Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey? Doug, GOP Governor Doug Ducey made the announcement that he ordered the Arizona Commerce Authority to withdraw all financial incentive dollars under the discretion that the state was providing for the company to locate to, to uh, Arizona. Well, Doug Ducey, you're a Ducey. <laughs> you're a I douche. Am, yeah. For, for, for doing that. <laughs> And double applause for Kaepernick. Yeah, for pointing it out. Yep, no doubt. And Doug Ducey, you get the White Bread Award. And double applause for Nike for listening. For yes, for certain. Because at this point, at this point, what does Nike have to prove? 
And, and look, and, and let's be clear. <laughs> not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. And, and let's be clear. And let's be very, 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 very significantly clear on this. When Nike did these deal, did this deal, hundred thirty mil, whatever they did with Colin Kaepernick. Yep. It's not like it's not like Nike all of a sudden became these great moral people, and they were still. Business is business, right? Money is money. They still, yeah. they still are dealing with oppressive uh, consumers. They're still doing deals with people who think black people are lesser than. Um, yes, absolutely. So it's not like they had no reason to be like, "Hey, Colin Kaepernick, we're gonna listen to you." Right? They could have been like, "Get out of my face." They could have, but I I think like like I said earlier, business is business, and I think what Kaepernick brought to the table in terms of the concern that he had for the shoe is that hey, look this this is not what I stand for here. Yeah. And You're if they would have told me, this. and if they would have said, "Nah, we still want to release the shoe," he would have made that shoe bad for business. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, so you. again, with, with Nike, this is a business move. Yeah, they knew what they had to do. This, and I got to applaud Nike for doing that. So. Yeah, even so, if it was just a business move, pretty pretty much because it because it, it was just a business move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody listening in the chat room this evening, y'all. We appreciate the X Squad affiliates. We appreciate everyone uh, out there listening, not in the chat room. Also, our international listeners. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening weekly. Uh, don't forget, folks, just check out the Facebook page. Check out the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2 and the website Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast.com. We got previous episodes of shows, so make sure you check that out. We got the blog page, and I think because of the madness that was happening in my life, I'm about due and for yeah. <laughs> I'm about due for a blog. So, so folks, make sure y'all check out the blog page, and then also um, the video page, which we upload to our YouTube page as well. And again, I'll reiterate: we want to thank the YouTube listeners, uh, the viewers that rap, um, for that matter. Uh, we want to thank the YouTube people that support us on that platform as well. So if you're on YouTube and you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe to us. We put out videos every week from this show that we do weekly. So check that out. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, just hit us up on the email. Talk one at gmail.com. So uh, if Maestro, if you got nothing else to say, man... Yep. Uh, Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. We signing off. We'll see you next week. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. 
Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.